106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Fourth of July ceremony, a Fourth of July ceremony, seeing how many stupid things we could get Sleepy Joe to do on stage. If you refuse to say or do anything you're told, you lose. Okay, Joe, turn and walk to your left. All right, Joe, do that shuffle. You know what I'm talking about? You do like that thing. Do that shuffle like you always do it. Go ahead, do it. And here's Neo. Okay, turn your back to the audience and just start talking to nobody. You've done it before. You're a pro. You're a natural. Do it. Where is he? I don't know, man. I want to say hi to him. Okay, now say something that makes absolutely no sense while you're walking off the stage. I'm trying to get me off the stage, you're afraid I'm going to try to sing, aren't you? Don't forget to say thank you to the people. Don't be rude, Joe. Thank the people. Don't be rude. Thanks a lot, guys. Appreciate it. Okay, do that shuffle again. Let's see it. Do that shuffle again. We love the shuffle. Okay, Joe, listen. Pretend to fall down the stairs and pretend to go crowd surfing. Do it. Scare the crap out of everybody and do it. It just goes to show you he'll do anything you ask him to do, especially if you're Russia or you're China or you're Ukraine. He'll do anything you ask him to do. He's a puppet and a loser, believe me. Well, hi there. Are you feeling a little stressed out like you haven't had a real summer vacation? Oh, I'm, just, I'm just so stressed out. Do you need a place to go to just let loose and have some fun? I need a place to get away and, and have some fun. Well, do I have the place for you. You need to head on down to 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, the People's House. Let me tell you, this place knows how to have a good time. Whether you're looking for a little nose candy, bump, snow, sneeze, dust, white rock, you know what I mean. We've got it right here at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. But that's not all. Maybe you like to let it all hang out. <laughs> you could do that here too. Are we topless at the White House? Are we topless at the White House? Like I said, this place knows how to have a good time. <laughs> Who knows, you might even get a selfie with Sniffin' Joe. So fly or drive or ride your bike to save the environment, but get here for a party that you'll never forget. Well, I think culture is it is a reflection of our moment and our time, right? And not just any time, right? And we're talking about the passage of time and all the times we have passaged. Present culture is the way we express how we're feeling about the moment. And, and we should always find times to express how we feel about the moment that is a reflection of joy because Every, it, you know, it comes in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> right? And when you talk about joy, you know, for different people, that can be a different thing. 
in, in the White House, uh, when we think of joy, we think of white substances. <laughs> you know, I'm just kidding. You know, not really. <laughs> we have to find ways to also express the way we feel about the moment in terms of just having language and, and, and a connection. We talk about a lot. We, talk, we don't get anything done, but we talk a lot. And that's, that's what America is essentially about. You know, joy, languages, and white substances. <laughs> Uh, but this is Thomas Sowell about a decade or so ago, uh, wrecking, absolutely wrecking affirmative action uh, with Tucker Carlson. I think you often hear people say, well, affirmative action may be unfair, but it's helped a lot of people. You buy that? Uh, it may have helped some people, but on, on net balance, I don't believe it has. There's a marvelous uh, uh, st study done uh, showing that when they bl banned affirmative action in California, uh, University of California system, uh, blacks began to uh, graduate at a much higher rate than before, graduate with much uh, higher grade point average, graduated in subjects like math and engineering to a far greater extent than before, because now the students went to those particular parts of the university system that fitted their particular academic preparation and they graduated before you know you could flunk out of Berkeley or UCLA right. which does you no good now you can graduate from Davis or, or Santa Cruz and, and, and go on to a career isn't that something if you put people at schools that they should be in that match up with their skills with their work ethic with what the sum totality of what they are at that ripe age, 16, 17, and you put them in a school that can help that flourish. You don't just elevate them to a school that can't help them flourish just because of the color of their skin, that they actually will do better in life. Isn't that something? And if you do that, you also don't have to discriminate against those pesky Asians and white people who work real hard. One of the most disturbing problems in our world today is human trafficking and particularly the trafficking of children. Now, the first step in eradicating this crime is awareness. Go see Sound of Freedom. This is Lou Benninger. You're listening to, to No Hostages Radio. This is episode 224, and it will appear on July 15th, 2023. We're working tonight in Northern California, where I live, in Yuba County. And it's a period in Northern California where we call a heat wave. So we get a few of these a summer. And so it probably is not going to get down to about 70 degrees tonight. And then they claim this weekend it's going to get like up to 107, 108 during the day. So it's going to be hot. 
But like people say in, in out west here, it's dry heat. It's kind of dry heat, so that's supposedly take the edge off it. But it's a little warm here tonight, so I waited late to, to do it because I don't have great air conditioning where I'm doing it. So uh, it's nice, so feeling good. And, and if you're, uh, obviously you're not listening to it as I'm doing it, but we're doing it on here Wednesday night. And then uh, Tanner Martis down in Conroe, Texas, put some uh, uh, editing touches on it to make it sound better and then puts it on the Internet. So be, it'll be up Saturday morning. Comes up, comes up every Saturday morning. So that will be 7-15, uh, 2023. So uh, thank you for listening. If it's your first time, uh, this is... Yeah, no Hostages Radio, and you can go to our website at nohostagesradio.com if you ever want to look up an old uh, version or old episode or an article I wrote. <clears throat> and off of that uh, site, you can also click on a Listen Live button, and uh, you can listen to a live show that we do from 10 to 1, 10 a.m. to 1, um, on Saturday mornings here. Uh, so... Be conscious of the fact that we're over here on the left coast, or some people call it the messed coast. And uh, But if you want to listen to the live show, we do a, what we call Live with Lou. That's a show on KMYC, 1410 AM. So uh, thank you for tuning in. And we're going to be here for, I don't know, two and a half hours or so, about six segments of talk and some clips in between. So uh, you can reach me if you ever want to communicate with me. I have a cell phone. That's all I use for communication nowadays when I talk, and that's 530-713-1838. Again, 530-713-1838. You can also email me at lou, L-O-U, at nohostagesradio.com. Okay. This saying, which has been around for a long time, uh, has uh, got me pondering here for days. And it says, remember, when something goes wrong in the circus, they send in the clowns to distract the audience. Well, something has gone really wrong with this circus and the clowns are everywhere. And I believe that is a good description of what's going on in the United States right now. Uh, we have our country is in uh, crisis. It's not just going through a bad spot. It's not just had, it, it, don't believe it if anybody says, well, it's always kind of been like this, right? We're in crisis, and there are distractions being thrown out at, at us over and over again to get us off the main thing, which is a corrupt government. We've been taken over. We have actually a communist government right now. That doesn't mean everyone in it is communist, but we it is predominantly a communist-style government. And so uh, that's what we're tending to, and a lot of people never saw that before. A lot of people have never... Uh, uh, let's see, a lot of people have never learned about communism or socialism, so it's just the United States, whatever, right? They don't know, They don't know what they're doing. So when you don't know where you came from and you don't know what you're doing right now and you or what's going on right now and you don't know where you're going, that's called lost. Uh, whether you're in the woods or whether you're in downtown or whether you're just lost in your head, you don't know what's going on in the culture that we're living in. 
But we have a major crisis, and uh, it began to really be peeled back and revealed to us during the COVID con. And COVID con is not over. It will never be over. It's, they're going to continue to unpack the step-by-step uh, -step takeover of every one of our lives. And that's to take our possessions, take our property, take our freedom. And uh, so I, I'm going to prevail upon you. I'm going to coax you, prod you, beg you to do something. So I'm sure that an audience uh, that I'm talking to are a variety of ages. So I'm just going to say to you that whatever you're capable of, do. So the other day I was talking to some people, I think it was on the radio last Saturday, I was talking to some people about calling their senator, and I gave them the phone number. All they had to do was dial it. They didn't have to identify themselves, just call them and, and make a statement. And so um, there are things you can do that will really help that won't put you at risk of going to jail and uh, will not put you... Uh, it won't cost you much, hardly anything at all. But if you're listening, uh, I don't think we're going to be able to pull out of this dive, to use an air, airplane analogy, without everybody getting on onto it and doing something and standing up. And that's that may be just learning things, studying, and telling your friends about it. I would encourage you to turn off the mainstream news. I've been I've been saying that for three years now. I haven't had a television for decades, but it's strictly propaganda now. It's, uh, if there's ever any truth told, it's, it's an accident. I encourage you to turn that off and seek out other sources of news that are good sources, and I do mention those now and again. So when you see things like a homemade submarine go underwater and blow up, when you see a, uh, a balloon from China being allowed to float around the United States, on and on and on and on and on, cocaine in the White House, um, there's just uh, a lot of distractions and a lot of clowns to distract the audience from what's really going on, and it's a major takedown and overthrow of our entire government. So I just thought I'd start out with that because that's on my mind big time. Now, for you in Northern California, and I know it's people, people don't like to drive very much to get to a meeting, but I've been concerned about the voter uh, or election integrity, I should say it that way, the integrity of our elections. Down in Texas, they called it, an organization called it True the Vote, True Vote. That's their organization's name, True the Vote. And there's many organizations now that have sprung up to try to figure out what's going on in our counties, our state, and our federal government, where the steal is happening. There's really no question that, a, that the election was stolen from Donald Trump and the election was stolen down in Arizona uh, from uh, Miss Lake. And elections been the recall was stolen here uh, in California the overthrow of uh, the attempted overthrow of Gavin Newsom. And uh, so we started a group here in Sutter and Yuba County, two of the counties of 58 counties in California, 
called Freedom Coalition Network right in the thick of the mandates of COVID to try to put information on that website called freedomco.net. You should write that down and go there. It would help you out a lot, freedomco.net. And the reason we did that is to inform people of the truth because there was so much uh, negative or incorrect propaganda being given to us on a a 24-hour-a-day basis about COVID, about staying in your house, washing your hands incessantly, all this nonsense. It was pure fraud and nonsense. And, uh, And all the media was being paid off to go along with this and repeat everything. And doctors were being paid off to repeat everything. So it seemed like, because we trusted these people over the years, and we, it seemed like they wouldn't be lying. Would They wouldn't be lying. You know, they, these are people that were trustworthy people. But we we learned that they aren't trustworthy people, and we're, we're in this on our own. So um, I learned about Doug Frank, uh, Dr. Douglas G. Frank, when a group called uh, New California uh, invited him out to look at the various uh, election mechanisms and election statistics up and down the state of California. And he's been going throughout the United States doing this. And so I've had on my mind with this uh, Freedom Co. group, and there's some some, uh, complimentary groups in other counties up in Northern California, uh, that are also working on projects that they're concerned about in their county. And um, so I've been concerned about uh, developing a group of people that would know how to look at the election and know if it's being stolen and how to figure it out and how to proof it and how to uh, get to the bottom of fraud, et cetera, et cetera, without being totally... Uh, Ignorant, just like we were at the start of COVID, we were pretty much flat foot ignorant. And so I've asked, uh, I saw Doug Frank first on video uh, when he was speaking up in this area for this new California group talking about Yuban Sutter elections. And it was a very interesting talk. I was captivated by it. I listened to the whole thing on, uh, I don't know, YouTube or something. I don't know whether it was a couple hour talk. I just was fixated on it. And uh, then, uh, Scott Kesterson uh, with the Bards of War and the Bards uh, podcast, they put on a Bards Fest every couple of years. And so they moved it down here uh, to Yuba City, Sutter County. And so there was a whole bunch of speakers over a three-day period. And one of the speakers was Dr. Douglas Frank. And I was amazingly, uh, amazingly not the, probably the proper word, I was uh, really impressed. He was, uh, there were a lot of great speakers. Uh, he is a very smart guy, very good speaker, and uh, great visuals to complement his talk. So he was talking about a variety of things, but also touched on the elections. He's worked a lot with other people investigating the elections in, in the United States of America, etc. So I talked to him for about one minute afterwards and asked him if if I could get some help from him to try to investigate and put a system together and a group of people together to work on our elections. So anyway, he said to call him and, and his, uh, his helper, his lady that helps keep his life straight, Nettie Chow, 
uh, was very kind to me and helped us get a date on August 6th to have him come and speak here in Yuba Sutter counties. And that's going to be at the Church of Glad Tidings, 1179 Eager Road. It's right off Highway 99. It's on Highway 99. Just take the exit off at Eager Road. So at 5 o'clock, that's a Sunday evening. So I thought I'd make it 5 o'clock, get people in and out easy. And uh, maybe spend a couple times with Doug Frank. He's coming and will be live and we'll have his projector and all his, his uh, technology and a huge screen, etc. So you may have never heard of him. He's a 40-year modeler of pandemics and elections, a renowned scientist and inventor who received his Ph.D. in electrochemistry at UC Santa Barbara. He's author of approximately 60 peer-reviewed scientific reports, including feature and cover articles in leading scientific journals in the world. Um, uh, this is a little write-up that some people in Montana did. He was up there helping Montana. Dr. Frank built upon Kurt Hyde's theory from 2010 that suggests that the U.S. Census data, census data could be used to artificially inflate voter registration databases across the country. He further asserted that voter registration databases were indeed inflated during the 2020 election and that using an algorithm that he theorizes was developed at the state level and applied to the voter registration information in each individual county in a state, the voter turnout of the election was predictable to an unusually high level of accuracy. So uh, anyway, uh, there, there's some other really cool things uh, that he, he's been involved in. He's, of course, to get a Ph.D., he's uh, in physics, essentially, I guess. And... Uh, so uh, he is a smart man, and when you listen to him, he is. It's it, sometimes really smart people are boring. He is not. He's enjoyable to listen to. He's a nice guy, and what I'm trying to do, I don't want to just entertain people or tickle their ear. I want them to embrace a plan to. Uh, you know, there's a saying that if whatever you expect, expect inspect whatever you expect inspect and an old air force motto was in god we trust all others we monitor we've become so complacent in the united states that we've just trusted the running of our government to people that we thought were trustworthy and they haven't been they did things that were contrary to what we would have done or what we believed in and uh, now we have elections being stolen on a regular basis and we had no idea. Uh, so Dr. Frank is called by big corporations to consult on systems integration and automation and all those kind of things. You know, we heard during the election that the uh, D Dominion machines were not hackable and that they were not con connected to the Internet. Both of those were lies. I'm not saying that our local county clerk uh, were, were uh, deceptive criminal or uh, disingenuous. I just think they repeated what they were told. And if the state accepted the results, of course the state did because they were, they were uh, jerking the results around and they were using, I believe the County clerks as a pawn uh, or a shill or a pro prostitute. And, and the state is the pimps. 
And so uh, this the, the county clerks thought that this was a totally legit. As far as they could see, they did everything they could do, and it was a legit outcome. But Dr. Frank is going to show us on that night how it wasn't a legit outcome and how we can begin monitoring a number of things about our elections and put together a team of people in the local level, local uh, level, uh, that can work on these things and have an ongoing conversation with the county clerk, with professionals alongside to help us uh, tease out the criminals and tease out the criminality, right? So, um, so if you'd like to come out, that's going to be again August sixth, Sunday. Uh, we just found out about it, I think, earlier today. So we'll put out an ad. We'll put it on social media. Uh, we'll put it out on churchofgladtidings.com website. It'll be on the freedomco.net, uh, freedomco.net website. And that's uh, not going to cost anything. Uh, and uh, so if you want to get a hold of me about it, if, if you're involved in an adjacent county and you want to do something and uh, participate, it's not going to be a brainstorming session. We're going we're gonna to let him talk and be educated, and I'm not going to let anybody hot, a bunch of people. You know, there's always people in a meeting that want to blow off some steam. They want to tell their war stories. I'm not interested in steam or war stories. What I'm interested in doing is getting really smart people in the room and equipping them and going to work. If you're not interested, I mean, I, anybody can come. You don't have to be vetted. Like, are you really going to do anything? No, I, I'm just interested. At the end of it, I want to see if we can get together a group of people that are going to actually go to work and be passionate about having uh, elections with integrity that we, we really can trust. So my hope is to get to a, a paper ballot. That's what Shasta County just did. I admire what they did up there. I think we're going to have a, a little harder battle here. But, uh, we, you know, uh, my friend Dave Bryant always says it's never wrong to do the right thing, and it's always right, it's always right uh, to, not do, to not do wrong. So we're going to try to do the right thing, and whatever happens, uh, we'll just let that happen. Uh, you know, all you can do is what you can do. But what I'm not going to do is have my kids, as they grow up, my, my grandkids, say, wow, how do we end up here? And uh, what you guys, did nobody try to do anything about it? And most Americans are just not doing anything about it. I'm not going to stand for that. So, um, so that's what we're going to do. Uh, so you don't have to sign up to come. We're just going to say you all come. And we'll have plenty of seating there uh, and have a good time that night at 5 o'clock. And we'll probably have some, uh, maybe a little light refreshments like cold water. And I don't know whether we'll have coffee or not. But uh, it'll be a good time. And I think we're going to learn a lot. And I think we're going to be a better fit for our community, whatever community you live in. So he may be talking a lot about Yuba Sutter. But if you're Placer, Nevada, or Butte, or Calusa, or uh, other counties, just come on down and let's get in. If you have any questions, you can call me at 530-713-1838. Thank you so much. We're going to take a break right now, and I'm going to get ready to start the second segment.
At some time, at some time, does he look at his son and say, you know, the son thing just isn't working out? He said his son is the smartest person he's ever known. I don't know. He is the smartest man I know. He's the smartest person I've ever known. Who? Hunter. Smartest person. I mean, in terms of pure intellectual capacity. Now, at some point, he's going to say, it's just not working out the way it's supposed to. Meanwhile. <laughs> Probably smoked more Parmesan cheese than anyone. Hunter, there's a beauty. Don't trust the TV depictions. You see, most people's view of cavemen comes from TV programs that depict so-called cavemen as dumb, hunchback brutes who can only grunt a few syllables. But that picture is a lie. We know now that these people who lived in caves made musical instruments and tools, wore jewelry and makeup, heated their cave homes, and even used a lunar calendar. Don't get your view of our ancestors from the media. Look to God's word, which tells us all people are descended from Adam and Eve and made in God's image. Good morning, Americans. It's Friday. Is New York's Donald Trump running for president? He bought full-page ads in three East Coast newspapers today, stating his views on foreign policy, and these ads will win him a following. In the ads, he says, there's nothing wrong with American foreign policy that little backbone won't cure. He says, America should stop defending countries that can afford to defend themselves. He says we should make Japan, other such countries, pay for their own defense. And he says, we have no business spending ourselves broke in the Middle East, protecting ships that are not ours, and oil that we don't need. America, they are trying to distract you right now. They're trying to distract you from the fact that we have a criminal in the White House with a crime family. So focus on the submarine, focus on Donald Trump's indictment. They want you to focus on anything except for the fact that there's all this evidence being presented about their crimes. Oh, Hunter Biden, $1.5 million in tax evasion. We're not marking on his gun application that he's addicted to drugs or that Joe Biden took a $5 million bribe. And by the way, those are just the tip of the iceberg for their crimes. Stay focused. My father was approached by a witch doctor to sell one of his children. He was offered a sum of money that for him would have been a great deal of money. For us, I think it was around $30. Uh, he agreed to sell his child. The child was, uh, and this is a pretty brutal description, but the child was taken by the witch doctor and an accomplice and the father to a um, cornfield. They held him down, decapitated him and cut off his genitals uh, and then uh, left the, the remains behind. They were caught, but that's, the, that's a, a pretty standard sort of approach. So child sacrifice is a reality. It's happening uh, here in Uganda across the whole country. And what happens is children are kidnapped from as young as babies. So they mutilate their bodies, cut off their facial features like the ears, the eyes, the poked, um, sometimes noses, the tongues are cut off, and they use them in witchcraft concoctions uh, with the belief that these parts are going to bring wealth, 
some form of protection. It's, uh, it's happening everywhere, it's a large scale. Unfortunately, most of them die and the few that survive. The practice of witch doctors is very, very common in, in you know, other parts of the world it might, might be a shaman or, or even a natural healer. So for all intent and purposes, these are part of most villages. It's where a villager would go to for all sorts of ailments and, and concerns. So it's not like these witch doctors are, are hidden away in the, in the backdrop somewhere and, and they're sort of mystical. They're, they're everywhere. And, and only a, there's a handful of them that, that you know do this sort of stuff. Witch doctors honestly trying to make money. That's what it's all about to them, whether it's trafficking, exploitation, child sacrifice. At the end of the day, what people care about is I'm going to make money off of a child. When we assist police to go to a crime scene and help with the investigation, that there's always evidence of, of other children having already been sacrificed in the shrine. So I think from uh, the reported numbers, we could probably look you know, quite, quite higher than that. Like everything that we deal with is trying to hold back a tidal wave. And, and uh, you know, I'll never be satisfied that we're moving fast enough or, or moving in the right direction quick enough. But we're certainly on the ground trying to do our best. You would think that the issue would be decreasing with situations and cases like child sacrifice, but we've seen an increase in the situation because the increase of children that are going through this has to have some type of an awareness to the country and awareness to the world that these are real children. This is actually happening to these kids. You know, trafficking is a, is a wide spectrum of, of crime, but in Africa we see kids, uh, we know for sure kids are being trafficked for organ harvesting uh, to become child soldiers in uh, certain countries. For, commercial sexual exploitation and commercial gain for labour, uh, but also babies are being sold uh, illegally and it's baby harvesting. So it could be in the form of um, hospitals that receive uh, newborn babies from mothers that can't look after them uh, and then selling them informally. Or in this case could be uh, a ring specifically, you know, gathering pregnant women to, to have babies so they can sell on. friend that uh, sends me a little uh, saying or a thought for the day every morning, early morning. I have a couple of friends that do that, and one of them said to be grateful. And I like being grateful, and it's been a real strength to me, when, particularly when things get particularly tough. And uh, I was noticing uh, that Will Fanning with All Power Services posted uh, a little uh, ad on Facebook saying, hey, 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 it's really hot. And if you got any air conditioning problems, come on over and we'll fix them for you. And we'll get you done quick. So um, I thought, okay, well, and I was thinking about how thankful I am for air conditioning in my car. Because I used to drive these old beaters for years. And they never had air. 
And so now I have a, I don't have a, a new, real new car, but the car serves me real well, Honda Element. And uh, it's really old, but the air conditioning works good and the car drives well. And I'm so grateful with the capital G for cool air driving down the road. So if you, if you need your air conditioning or anything else fixed in your garage or your shop, call up All Power Services. They'll fix anything. I'm telling you, they'll fix anything. And I, I didn't know he did air, air conditioning, but they're, uh, they were talking about car air conditioning. They're repairing hot rods in there. They're fixing chainsaws. They got it going on at All Power Services out at 1469 Stewart Road. That's just west of Highway 99 going towards what we call the Buttes and on the right there. And you can talk to him or text him at 530-844-0347, 844-0347. So you may... You know, it just seems like all these air conditioners, whether it's a house air conditioner or a car air conditioner, goes out when it just is busting a big one up here over 100. So check it out. All Power Services, they'll, t- they'll treat you right, and uh, they'll fix any of your stuff, I, all kinds of stuff, lawnmowers, weed eaters, chainsaws, jackhammers, anything with power connected to it, equipment, cars, trucks, they got it going on, 530-844-0347. And then uh, today I also got a call or a text, actually, from a lady that used to work here in the jail. She she's, uh, was a nurse here, and uh, she took care of inmates, and I got to meet her through a, con- a mutual friend a couple of years ago. We got to have breakfast. She was visiting out here. She is one of the many California refugees that now live in Tampa, Florida. So uh, we got to have a little acquaintance there, and, and so she listens to the show from down there. And so she texted me this morning saying, hey, Lou, I need a, uh, I, you talk about a paralegal, so I'm, uh, can you hook me up with a paralegal out there? I need some legal help out in California. So uh, I, I forwarded her Nellie Garcia's number, or Yanelli Garcia, who owns North Valley Paralegal, and uh, she helps us with the show here. And so uh, they, they were supposed to have a conversation this afternoon so Nellie could take care of the business for my friend in Tampa. So uh, Nellie is located on 1110 Civic Center Boulevard, Suite 202A in Yuba City. Her number is 530-751-9289, 530-751-9289. She does work for legal operations all around the, uh, California. They call her and have her do business up here, take care of their sub it out to her or take care of a portion of the business when they're down in L.A. or San Diego or something. Or in other cases, like uh, my friend in Tampa said, hey, I got a situation. That's where I used to live. That's where all the issues are. I need to solve it out there, and Nellie will get that done for her. So uh, if you need any kind of legal help, Nellie's going to do it faster. Uh, in fact, we just talked today, and I had they hooked up on the phone this afternoon. So quick, kind, honest. And cheaper than the attorneys, right? How how can you? It's just like a win-win-win-win. Five three zero seven five one nine two eight nine. Okay, let's get back to it here. So, um, so I was tell, talking about that event. Okay, now I want to talk about this. This is, I thought this is very profound. Somehow the American Veterans Center has has me on their email list, and I'm thankful for it. it says, our schools used to teach every child about D-Day, June sixth, right? the attack on Normandy and the other beaches. 
Among the thousands of heroes of the longest day were the 12 soldiers who received the Medal of Honor, Honor for the courage, their courage and valor. But that's no longer the case. As our greatest generation has passed, we have failed to teach our children the legacy of honor, service, and sacrifice of the men who fought their way into Hitler's fortress, Europe. In a recent poll of high school seniors, please note this. In a recent poll of high school seniors, I knew this was going to be the case. I knew it, I knew it, I knew it. You ready? 72% of high school seniors did not know we fought Hitler during World War II. 87% did not know we entered World War II because of the attacks on Pearl Harbor in Hawaii. 60% did not know which countries we fought in World War II. 13% thought General Dwight Eisenhower was a general from the Civil War. Now, th- these kids are not stupid. They simply were deprived of, of the right part of history. They're being brainwashed. When people are taken hostage and are brainwashed, we don't condemn them. That happened in war. It happened in Vietnam War. People were brainwashed. They were beaten. They were, they were harassed. They, psychological operations were performed on them. PSYOPs, we called them. I am, I am blaming the adults in the room for this failure to transfer information to our kids. I've seen my friends who are Mexican, from Mexican descent, born in the USA, not be able to speak Spanish. They lost their language from mom and dad spoke fluent. They said, we just want you to learn English. Instead of learning two, keep keeping two languages, a huge asset, they lost their language in one generation. We can, and I think it was Abraham Lincoln that said we could lose our freedom in one, one generation. They go on to say, American kids are not being taught our nation's history. According to the nation's report card, American high schoolers' proficiency in U.S. history and civics is at its lowest level in nearly 30 years. I can tell you that it's the lowest level ever. I don't even know why they said that. I, I was in high school a lot longer, farther back than that, and I could answer all those questions back then. Uh, they don't, they, they talking about these. They don't know who fought for our freedoms for second world. They don't know why they're, how they even ended up in a country like this. That's so free where people are trying to break down the borders to get in. They go on and say, in fact, most Americans these days know next to nothing about world war two and the millions of young soldiers who put their lives on the line to serve their country in the war, let alone in Korea and Vietnam to help educate young Americans about the selfless, patriotic, courageous world heroes in in these wars there's a limited edition booklet and i i think i I think i might get i've been buying all kinds of books i just need to get some medical meth so i can read them this uh, booklet they're referring to uh is called a mighty endeavor operation overlord through the eyes of d-day d-day's greatest heroes uh it's a one-of-a-kind booklet, and they're probably looking for a donation. So uh, anyway, I, I wanted to, the statistics uh, rocked my world, uh, and I, uh, 
I, I saw the statistics and I got busy and I had to go back and look for them. I couldn't find what email did I get. And then it was American Veterans Center. Those are shocking statistics. Uh, all right. Did you know, you, have you seen the, the Sound of Freedom yet? Well, it's the first film. That's a great film for a righteous cause that the media is attacking. And did you know, I didn't see these other movies, but did you know that Disney movie cuties that sexualize young girls, the media just fell over themselves praising that movie. So when the media praises a a movie about exploitation of little girls sexually and, and attacks a movie that's talking about the abduction of minors and sex uh, uh, for sacrifice, blood sacrifice, and for sexual pleasure. When they're attacking that, you know that this is a great movie. I'm encouraging you, if you don't want to go see the movie, look it up and donate some money towards it. Uh, we listen, people remember I talked about at the beginning of the show, we need to do something. I I'm donating, uh, you know, I'm at the end of my life, so I'm spending my money and I'm, I'm donating to causes people that are fighting for their life. I just got a, 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 a letter from a, a wife whose husband, a police officer was decorated police officer, and they are trying to. I put him in prison for his life because in a shootout, he killed a guy, but it was a righteous, it was a righteous shot. And, uh, but there's all kinds of guys. David Delighton is fighting for his life because he exposed the sale of baby parts. All kinds of people are fighting for their lives. People are, that are, uh, count, sidewalk counseling at abortion clinics. Listen, do something, send $50, send $10, send the Howard Jarvis taxpayers association, HJTA, Dot org some money send randy thomason at save i'm going to read you some stuff from randy thomason in a minute save california.com randy thomason that guy is on it there's no one like him in california like him so uh here's an article california assembly think of this now please just put your thinking cap on the assembly these are the leaders that People like you and I voted for that run our government, that vote and make the laws. California Assembly blocks legislation that would have made child trafficking punished, punishable by life in prison. Do you think anybody should get life in prison? If so, what for? And don't you think that child trafficking, kidnapping a child, trafficking a child, selling the child, we're talking slavery here. Children, not adults. They're having sex with them. They're killing them. They blocked it. The Senate passed it, and the the Democrats in the Assembly blocked it. No Democrats on the committee voted for the bill to get it out of committee. Only one Republican Assemblyman, Tom Lackey, voted yes on the bill while the GOP vice chair Juan Alanis was out of the committee room at the time of the vote. That is sad that a guy can't even show up for the vote. These people disgust me. 
they disgust me. The California Assembly, this is a squashed a bill that would have increased the charges for human trafficking despite it passing to the state Senate with bipartisan support. But the assembly, I'm telling you, they're full of perverts down there. I'm, I'm, people think I'm exaggerating. I am not exaggerating. They're molesters. They have sex with kids. They molest women. Guys molesting women. They're crazy. This bill had been supported by a lady named Elizabeth Smart. You might remember her. She was kidnapped at the age of 14 and made a national headline. She eventually was found and rescued. She said this bill should be passed into law without hesitation. Too many victims fear coming forward and speaking out for fear of their traffickers' repercussions, Smart said. Uh, too often we are restricted in our efforts to serve justice, and far too often victims and survivors never even glimpse justice. Trafficking is heinous and brutal, a crime thankfully many of us will never experience. This is a small step we can take to begin protecting our survivors and procure some small modicum of justice. The bill passed through the Senate in May, and they couldn't even get it out of committee because all the Dems. Now, listen, uh, I, I don't I never really know who's listening to this show. Shame on you. If you vote. You need to look up who votes on these. You know, all you have to put, if you do an Internet search and you just put California and then put Senate and bill and put the number, you can look down there and you can see there's a legislative uh, website that shows the progress of a bill and who's voting for or against on these bills. Don't please don't vote for people that are making these stupid decisions. Please quit it. Even if there's no one else to that's substantial to run against them. Do not support them. Now, you remember we had all this uh, censoring of the truth during COVID by these social media groups like Instagram, Facebook, WhatsApp, Facebook Messenger, Twitter, on and on and on. Well, Florida Attorney General Ashley Moody has issued a formal call for Meta CEO Mark Zuckerberg to testify before the state's Human Trafficking Council. Why would he have to talk before the Trafficking Council? He's just running this platform. This follows a revealing report that highlights Meta platforms. What are the Meta platforms? Instagram, Facebook, WhatsApp, and, and uh, Facebook Messenger. They're the most frequently used platforms for human traffickers. How, how are they being used? They're, they're, they're soliciting girls and boys to meet up with them. And then they look for people that they can peddle them to or loan them out for sex. Florida Statewide Council on Human Trafficking revealed shocking results in a recent survey of Florida law enforcement agencies. The Florida legislature has mandated this investigation to assess the prevalence and impact of social media platforms' role in trafficking within the state. Please, folks, I know, I know a lot of you out there have children. You have to monitor this. I, I never had to do that with my kids. We didn't have all this. I'm telling you, I know it's a headache, but... It isn't the guy driving up next to them while they're walking down the street. It's that and much more. They're, they're hitting them up. 
Now, this Tim Ballard, you heard him. He's the guy that they made the Sounds of Freedom about. He's, his story is what the Sounds of Freedom is written about, made about. Tim Ballard was, was recruited to help do a, a sting on perverts here in Yuba Sutter counties many years ago by a guy named Jason Parker, who was working for the uh, Sutter County District Attorney's Office. And Tim Ballard helped him set up the sting where they, they advertised on Facebook. I believe it was Facebook or Backpage, either one or both. And they advertised two girls, nine and I believe 13 years of age, that would be available in a hotel for a couple of days if they wanted to have relations with them. They had so many hits, Jason told me, that they had to shut the whole thing down and just arrest the guys that had contacted them contacted them to make contact with the girls. These girls were fictitious. They just made up the story. They arrested, I think, nearly 40 men that wanted to have sex with these underage girls. But Ballard was here. Now, Ballard's been interviewed. I saw him twice today, interviewed on different national uh, uh, podcasts and other things, newscasts, podcasts. Uh, but please go see the movie. And uh, and then talk to people about it. Please talk to people and tell them, go see the movie. Uh, according to the letter from Moody, out of 271 reported instances of social media usage and human trafficking, 146 or half of them were linked to meta platforms, Instagram, Facebook, WhatsApp, Facebook Messenger, Facebook. Your kids are getting hit up on there. They're getting solicited. I get contact all the time. I'm on other apps. I'm on WhatsApp. I get hit up all the time. Uh, people want me to do this, do that, do the other thing. It, it, it's all bogus. It's a hustle. Uh, this figure is dramatically higher than that of the second most used platform, Snapchat, chat, which has implicated in just 19 cases. I'm telling you, Zuckerberg is dirty. And these people know it. They come up before the Senate committees or House committees and they play stupid. Oh, we'll get back to you on this. Oh, I'm not sure other people do that. They're liars. All of them are liars. These people, I've never seen so many people lie so professionally. It's unbelievable. I just, I'm, I, I love to watch it because I just, I can't believe, I can't believe what they're doing. So, uh, Anyway, uh, major social media sites have also been reported an increase in the suspected instances of child sexual abuse material, which includes child sex trafficking cases. Uh, so I'm trying to see if there's any other important information. I can't wait till they get down on them and, and start to deal with it. You know, if they can screen what you say, what you post, every time you post something on Facebook, they're looking at it and saying yes or no, yes or no, yes or no. They have a whole team, people around the world. Yes or no, yes or no, right? All right, we're going to be right back and do our third segment. This might not be an easy time. There's rivers across and hills to climb. Some days we might fall apart. Some nights might feel cold and dark But nobody wins afraid of losing And the hard roads are the ones we're choosing Someday we'll look back and smile 
line with what the president is calling for, we have to hold every drug user accountable. Because if there were no, uh, no drug users, there would be no appetite for drugs and there'd be no market for them. Oh, okay. Former NBA star Inez Cantor Freedom is calling out a WNBA player for her anti-American comments. Natasha Cloud tweeted out, our country is trash in so many ways, and instead of using our resources to make it better, we continue to oppress marginalized groups that we have targeted since the beginning of time. Inez Freedom was quick to respond, saying, just ask your colleague Brittany Griner how trash America is. Let me know when your season is over. I'll buy your ticket and we can go together to countries like China, Russia, Iran, North Korea, Venezuela, Cuba and Turkey. People have no idea how lucky and blessed they are to be in a country like America. I'm not saying America is perfect, but trust me, you don't want to see the other side. Joey Jones is a Fox News contributor and a retired U.S. Marine bomb tech, and he joins us now. Joey, always good to talk to you, but especially on days like this and on topics like this. So Cloud responded to this saying, you know, people need to start coming back with something other than go go visit China or go visit <laughs> Russia. But, you know, the thing that gets me so much is the entitlement. She's, she can say what she wants. It's a free country. But the entitlement that comes along with this, Joey, what do you think? Well, if you, I went through Twitter because, you know, what else do you have to do at 4 o'clock in the morning and read all the <laughs> things that she had tweeted. I mean, she went on tirades. She went on Tangents about religion and tangents about race. And honestly, what it comes down to is she is your quintessential Gen Z. Uh, I've got a million complaints. I don't have a lot to back it up. And uh, let me tell you what Ka Colin Kaepernick told me. That's basically what the entirety of what she had to say was. Now, I'm not saying she's never experienced something bad. She just doesn't understand that experiencing negative people and stupid thoughts is a part of being a human being in any society. Yeah. It just happens to be in this one. You can go to Twitter and to millions of people, you know, clap back. Mm -hmm. And that is kind of the irony of the whole situation. Her sitting there on a $1,000 device made probably by slave kids in China, tweeting yeah, yeah. about all of her problems for the whole world to see and recognize whether they agree with her or not, that's what makes this country not trash. But she'll never see that. And you know what? That's kind of just how things are. Like we go to war and we go to war somewhere else, so war doesn't come here, mm -hmm. so people like her never have to worry about uh, it. I thought this was such a mic drop for Inez Cantor Freedom, and the thing that I like that he said the most is people have no idea how lucky and blessed they are to be in a country like America. I'm not saying America's perfect, but trust me, you don't want to see the other side, and oftentimes the most patriotic people are immigrants because they have perspective. Perspective is everything. Listen, if you're born into a country where you're told from day one you can do and be anything, um, then maybe not quite achieving everything you ever dreamed makes you feel like a failure. I don't know. When you're born into a country to where everything is at your fingertips, to where you walk into a store and you don't have one thing to choose from, you have a thousand things to choose from. Where poverty comes with a cell phone and food, unless you're just absolutely engulfed in debauchery. Where so many parts of this country put the scale of what's normal or accepted or unfortunately expected so much higher than the rest of the world, you don't have perspective. That You're talking about the irony right there. If you're born into a middle class in this country, you live like a king in pretty much anywhere else yeah. in the world. And immigrants that come to this country and see that and are so patriotic, nothing, 
gets me more proud of my service than to hear someone who has English as a second language brag on this country. Because mm-hmm. I know they get it. And, I, and that's honestly, more times than not, those are the people I fought for as much as anyone. Not only, I mean, you see people, like people who come from Cuba and they walk in a grocery store. Something as simple that we take exactly. for granted is just walking oh, in a grocery store and tears are brought to their yeah. eyes because they have so much food to choose from. And she, and in one of her tweets, she goes, and don't talk to me about Russia or China. She's like, I'm blessed to be able to travel and I can name all kinds of countries that, and then she goes through a list of things she doesn't like about this country but she never names another country. And so that kind of shows you where she is with it. So you have a new book coming out, or it came out already. And we know that because it's number one, called (laughs) Unbroken Bonds of Battle, 10 chapters, 10 incredible people. Tell us a little bit more about it. Yeah, you know, I've I've been asked for a while to write, quote unquote, my story in a book. Mm -hmm. And I kind of felt like that that had been done in so many ways. To me, as far as my experience, I've said it in front of crowds. I've said it on this network. There's even a Fox Nation special about that day. August 6, 2010. And it's not really interesting to me to talk about myself all the time, even though sometimes maybe I do. Uh, So I thought, how can I tell my story through the lens of people who helped me through all those situations? And when I sat down and started making that list, I realized I've got no less than 10 people who were absolutely instrumental in helping me maintain perspective, keep gratitude, stay motivated, and understand what a blessing it was not to not to lose my legs, but to get a second chance at life. And in this book, you'll find two or three men I served with that were like best friends to me that, that lost so much themselves and came back and had to put a smile on their face for the families of those they lost. You'll find the gold star wife whose husband was standing beside me and lost his life when I lost my legs. And you'll find just absolute gratitude and thankfulness. I mean, everyone in that book has a positive message at the end of a chapter of tragedy. It's because even though tragedy struck their life, their life is victory. Yeah. listening today. And I hope you're right in the thick of some activists. What we need is activists. You know, it didn't take, we were just talking to my goddaughter the other day, it didn't take all the colonists to decide to get free. It just took a small percentage of them. And most of the people were on the fence, and they had to just persuade the fence-sitters, the majority, to come their way. And the people that were loyalists to Great Britain, or United Kingdom, they were called the conservatives back then. They were wealthy, and they had all they had all their uh, power uh, connections. So when the war started, or when it was lost, they uh, they fled and they went to Canada, or they went back to Great Britain. Interesting, no? You, maybe you didn't know that. Well, when when I my, my car gets in a fight occasionally, or something breaks on my car because it's uh, twenty, my car's twenty years old. It's unbelievable. It's a good car. Thankful to have it, and I think it's going to out, outlast me. But when I have a problem, I go to Allen's Auto Body over here in Yuba City. They're at Tea Garden and Sutter Street in a bright yellow building. And Carrie and Kevin Clark and Sons run that operation, and they do a wonderful job. They're wonderful people. You know, sometimes you 
go get work done and you think, boy, that guy's odd or that she's odd or something, but you just go ahead and do business because you don't know where else to go. To this this situation, the Allens are wonderful, or the, uh, not the Allens, but the Clarks are wonderful people. It's called Allens Auto Body because that's the previous owner of the business. And, uh, but they do great work and they treat you really nice. So you can call them up to make an appointment or you can just drive in there Monday through Friday at Tea Garden at Sutter Street. You can't miss it. I don't even give the number because the, the building's so bright. As soon as you get close, you'll see a bright yellow building. You have a, uh, a landline at 530-671-1057, 671-1057. Give them a shout. The other thing, I just uh, ordered another 180 uh, or just received another 180 doses of Narcan that will reverse the death grip of an opiate on you. And... Uh, so we've been distributing Narcan and also a fentanyl strips that you can test your drugs uh, if you're a drug user. <clears throat> and what's happening is a lot of the drugs you think you're getting aren't really the drugs. Like you buy some Oxys or you buy some Norcos or Vicodin, their tablets or whatever, they may have some fentanyl in them. If they have fentanyl in them, it's going to kill you. So what we're trying to do is save your life or save your friend's life before we can uh, so we can get a chance to talk to you about going into rehab so dr cassidy dr joe cassidy who's really the known as the addict specialist in our area he's working part-time over at peachtree health after he retired from the county and uh, so we if you're thinking you want to try to get off and change it up and get your life back we can encourage you and help you do that. We're glad to do that. So what we'd like you to do is make an appointment with Dr. Cassidy to have, give you, so he can give you a physical, check you over all, and see if there's other issues going on, and then make a plan for you, go into a rehab, go into uh, outpatient treatment, take some medication, something, something, so we can get you off the opiates, Okay. So I'm going to give you three numbers. I'm going to give you Peachtree Health first, Dr. Cassidy second, and Lou Benninger third. That's me. So Peachtree is a bit hard to get through. They got a, a lot of calls coming in, and it's an it's an electronic system sometimes. 530-749-3242, Peachtree, 530-749-3242. If you, if you have a lot of problems, with the answer the phone, just say you want an appointment with Dr. Cassidy. If they say, oh, he's really busy, there's other doctors, just say, I know I need to see Dr. Cassidy. It's for addiction. So uh, if you don't get an appointment or there's some problem there, just dial his number up and text him. Don't, don't call him. He's seeing patients, right? So text him at 530-682-8648, 682-8648. And when you text him, just put your name, addiction, phone number that's it if you get nervous he hasn't called you back fast enough because he's working i'm not working in that kind of a restricted environment so i'm more flexible so if you want to call me i will make the connections for you if i have to because we want to get you off the streets 530-713-1838 is my number one more 530-713-1838 come on now we can help you we can get your life back. You can get your family back. Uh, you can get a job. You can get on with life and uh, do well and not be, uh, not have that monkey on your back or not, not have that weight carrying around. Okay? 
do it, do it, do it. Okay? All right. So I was talking about how the assembly, we need to make a change in the uh, in who's, who's our legislators. I'm going to, I'm going to, I give tips every once in a while. And, uh, I'm not going to say I think, or it's my opinion. You know what I think and you know my opinion because I'm talking right now. So I'm not going to go through all that baloney. I'm just going to tell you, uh, do not donate to the Republican party of California or their national Republican party. Most of that money goes to fundraisers and to people making huge salaries a lot more than you and I make. Give money directly to the candidate. Find out the candidates you think uh, you could live with that are honest, that are moral people, whatever your criteria is. Find them. Go look them up on the Internet or something and give money directly to them. Do not. The Republican Party is garbage and the people running it, Patterson running it, and uh, McCarthy's wife involved in it, they're garbage. They, they are not really conservative people. In fact, Kevin McCarthy, by the way, who I was against from the very beginning becoming speaker, he's turned out to be exactly what I said. He's a complete fraud and liar. He was a liar when they called him on the carpet in Washington, for having a sexual relationship with Renee Elmers out of North or South Carolina. And he drug his wife out there to stand by his side uh, as if, you know, it, it couldn't, you know, couldn't be my husband. Uh, so uh, McCarthy is a turncoat. He's no different than Mitch McConnell over in the Senate. Now, both those guys claim they're Republican. Those guys are backstabbers to Trump. If you're a Trumpster. And if you're not, they're still, they're still, they are not people, uh, you know, think about the people around you that you like the most. Usually they're people that are honest. They're good friends. They would stand up for you. They would be there for you in a hard time. Uh, you can always trust their word, right? Why do we put up with politicians that are any different? Why do we tolerate people like Kevin McCarthy? This guy is trying to undermine Trump in California right now. Now, maybe you're, maybe you're for another candidate. Here's my problem. He's acting like he's a Trumper. But behind the scenes, he's, he's promoting DeSantis over here. I'm not a DeSantis boy. I'm happy with what he did in Florida. I, I, think, he is, I think he is owned completely by the, the very people that could never buy out Trump. That's the problem, people. All these people, you know what they want most? The most they want. Yeah, their egos, they want their ego stroked. They, they want to be big and important. The most they want is they want to stack up the cash, baby. So when you start laying $10,000, $20,000, you put $100,000 in their accounts, you're, they're going to go for you even if they pretend they're not going for you. These people are pretending one thing and doing something else. Mitch McConnell is more patriotic to China, where his wife is from, than he is the United States of America. McCarthy is not loyal to us, patriots. He is not, Kevin McCarthy. And all these people around here that are all on his bandwagon, uh, including James Gallagher, all they are is the swamp. They're just swampers. 
They just went into the whole inside scheme. Oh, important. Oh, I know so-and-so. He called me. Oh, I can't believe I was going down the road. Kevin McCarthy told me, or James Gallagher called me, or, oh, yeah, he's, he trusts me. He asked me to do this for him. It's baloney, people. It is baloney. <laughs> James Gallagher, they should, they should give him, he's supposed to be the minority whip. They should give him the wallflower of the century plaque down there you know how they give plaques to the woman of the year or the guy of the year or something something do you remember recently that kevin mccarthy said that he negotiated this wonderful budget deal with and had joe biden in a corner and joe biden not so mentally ill pees his pants craps his pants joe biden outfoxed mccarthy or they were in on it together all along. He said, oh, yeah, I, I met with our fellow Republicans in a private room, and they are just so happy. Really? You know what, that, you know what it says today? Headlines. Debt jumps $1 trillion. It jumped by $1 trillion. That's McCarthy's gig right there. He gave Joe Biden unlimited borrowing authority in the debt ceiling negotiations. And it jacked up. And that's not what he told us. Does that surprise you? You know, the thing is, you need to write these things down. A lot of people forget how they've been screwed. How many times do you need to get screwed before you like wake up? McCarthy says went into the home stretch of negotiation with Biden in May with strong public support. Why did he have that? Because he said he wasn't he was going to stop this crazy spending. He was going to cut spending, but he ended up doing just the opposite. He gave Biden unlimited borrowing authority till January 1, 2025, putting this issue safely past the 220. 2024 election so they all get to go back and do the same old kabuki dance i'm telling you the republicans and the democrats all do you know what they really want their jobs they just want to suck you up and tell you a bunch of baloney so you will they so you'll get suckered in and they'll get your vote again and then they turn around and just totally rape you Oh, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's sickening. It's totally sickening. I'm so sick of him. I knew he was a liar. I, I was, I was wanting somebody else and I was amazed at how so many people went against the Boberts and, and greens and different ones that wanted somebody else. And, uh, they all settle on swamp. We just ended up with swamp, 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 swamp. This one, Ralph Norman from South Carolina said, this deal is insanity. This is Kevin McCarthy deal. He says, this deal's insanity. A $4 trillion debt ceiling increase with virtually no cuts is not what we agreed to. Not going to vote to bankrupt our country. The American people deserve better. That's Ralph Norman, a Republican from South Carolina.
Matt Rosendale became the first lawmaker to expressly commit to voting against the deal to raise the debt ceiling, calling it insult to Americans. People, people stood against it, but they had enough votes to pull it off. Very sad. Very sad. Well, uh, I don't get to vote for or against Kevin McCarthy. You guys down there in Kern County, Bakersfield area, that's your deal. You'll probably vote for him because, they, oh, well, you know, he has a lot of power and he brings a lot of money back down to Bakersfield. I'm telling you, people, we're, we're going to crash. We're crashing this California and we're crashing the United States of America. You're making decisions stupidly. Don't do it. Don't do it. Guys like Doug Lamoff are the same thing. He's our representative and and our congressman from up in in our counties right around here. It's just it's just a you know the guys up in Yuba County and the foothills that have Kylie. God bless you, but. He's just a wallflower. I, I say you can't, when you're in the minority, when you're in the underdog position, you can't have wallflowers. you got to have fighters. Don't you remember the fights with the, when the uh, Revolutionary War and the Minutemen? They were scrappers. They used all kinds of diversionary ta- tactics, and they didn't play by... Uh, the, the typical rules of war. They use guerrilla warfare. Hid behind trees instead of lining up and everybody shooting everybody. We haven't got any ingenuity. These people just go along. This Kevin McCarthy, he's padding his future. He wants to be a bajillionaire. He probably thinks he's going to run for president. This guy, you know something? I noticed something. When people cheat on their, their spouse... They'll do anything. That ruined his first shot at the speaker. Believe me, if he hadn't committed adultery with with uh, Elmers, Renee Elmers, he would have got that job. They knew he was dirty. People back there, what you know on the news, you don't know Jack Diddley. You just know a, a couple headlines. Those people back there, they know who's having sex with other people. Who's who's cheating, chipping on their wives or husbands. They know before the news ever comes out. And you know what happens? They don't pull that string and and start to unwind that thing until they need it. And when they didn't want him to be speaker, they just pulled it. And he and he ate it. He ate it. And and by the way, Renee, Renee Elmer's got voted out of office over that thing. She never. She tried to get back in one more time. She she was kind of a hottie, but uh, and, and real popular, but she turned out to be waffling on the abortion issue as well. I'm telling you, these Republicans are not conservative, and they say one thing and do something else. I'm sick of it. When are you going to get sick of it? When are you going to get sick of it? Oh well, I voted for him. You know, my mom knows his mom. Oh, I voted for this guy because, you know, he's a really nice guy. He's a farmer. Oh, I voted for this guy because, you know, he's a really sharp guy. And I think he married my sister's friend. Come on, people. Come on.
Are you surprised with all the, you know, the other day I told you last week that I was talking with some guys about watering cattle. They were talking around me. I wasn't talking to them. I was listening to them. And they were talking about how to keep the water clean so it keeps the, the cow healthy. And they said, well, how do you get the algae? They were discussing getting, getting the, the trough clean of algae. Two days later on Facebook, I'm getting advertisements for cleaning troughs of algae. I didn't do any searches on the Internet. I didn't do jack. My phone heard somebody else talking about it. Now, I want you to think about that where, excuse me, um, they can listen and watch everything you're doing, but they can't find out who had that cocaine at the White House. Do you believe that, people? Do you believe Christopher Ray when he said, oh, well, I can't talk about that, or no, there weren't any FBI embedded in the January 6th demonstration? Well, we don't have two levels of justice, one for Clintons and one for Trump, one for Biden, one for Trump. Do you believe that, people? Come on, people. It's right before your eyes. You know, a psychological operation, a PSYOP, is where you can be looking at a hammer and you're so freaked out you say, no, I don't think it's a hammer, really. You can look at something, it's red, and you think, ah, probably isn't red. It's probably yellow. You're totally screwed up in the head. I'm telling you, things are happening right in front of your eyes, and they're jacking the entire country around and and making it. Those guys are such, you look at Merrick Garland and Christopher Ray. these guys are as corrupt as your local murderer. Oh, that's impossible, Lou. No, you're impossible. Your head is screwed up. You have been under the influence of the PSYOP. That's just how it is, partner. You are confused in the head. And so you just stick your head in the sand because you can't figure it all out. I'm telling you that they, you're getting ripped off every way, every day, every way. We'll be right back. We're going to start the second half of the show in a minute. soil but i did go back to the motherland and i love it and made millions going back to the motherland but i was born in america when the europeans came to the native americans what they like to call them native americans but the indians land we don't call them european americans so i don't want to be called an african-american i'm an american I'm, a, you know I'm saying you can call me a black American, but I'm an American. When I competed in the, in the Olympics, they didn't say fighting uh, an African American. They said uh, that American that's fighting out of the red corner or out the blue corner. I love America. I love this country. A recent poll found that 37 percent of Americans have a positive view of the FBI. And that's from an NBC poll. I wouldn't exactly call that uh, right media propaganda. And I think I know why. 
Here's what the American people know and believe about the FBI today, sir. If you are a Trump, you'll be prosecuted. If you are a Biden, you'll be protected. And the American people that I represent are sick and tired of this double standard. It seems like every single hearing that we have in this room, we talk about the two-tiered justice system of Biden's DOJ and the FBI, and as we were talking earlier, here we are again. President Trump endured an unprecedented raid at his home in Mar-a-Lago. President Biden's home, however, was respectfully browsed. President Trump is facing up to 400 years in federal prison for allegedly being in possession of classified documents he obtained as the commander-in-chief of these United States of America. And meanwhile, President Biden is facing no charges for the classified documents he had held at his time as a senator and a vice president, not the president of these United States of America. And last I checked, he had no legal authority to declassify those documents. Assuming President Trump was in possession of said classified documents, would those documents be more secure, surrounded by Secret Service at Mar-a-Lago, or in a box, in a garage, behind your Corvette? You know the answer to that question. Question for you, sir. What can you tell us about the status of the FBI's investigation of President Biden's classified documents found next to his Corvette in Delaware and those found at the Penn Biden Center? Do we have an update on that, sir? What I can tell you is that there is an ongoing special counsel investigation led by Mr. Robert Herr, uh, and we have FBI agents uh, affiliated with it, working on it, working very actively and aggressively with him on that case. Um, I obviously disagree with your description of the two standards. In my view, we, at least under my watch, we have one standard. Okay. Uh, and that is we're going to pursue the facts wherever they lead, no matter who likes it. And I add that last part because especially in sensitive investigations, mm -hmm. almost by definition, somebody's not going to like it. So I understand, and that's actually why I led with the sentiment of the American people. I understand that, that, and, that's and your so, sentiment. So Let me, I, I do want to finish this. So, so I want everybody to talk about this dichotomy that we have seen. I, I, I get your point, sir, but that's just not what we see as the public, as we the people. We see one case being fast-tracked and one case being slow-walked. We see one president's home being raided, the other president's home being kindly searched. You have one government agency, the Secret Service, protecting the former president and his home, and another government agency, the FBI, raiding the same home. Now, to me, sir, that's tragically ironic, and we expect more from a functional constitutional republic, and these things shouldn't be happening. Now, it's my opinion that Joe Biden is the most unpopular president we have seen in a century, and that's why he knows the only way to stop President Trump from beating him in November is by putting him in jail. You talked about this, Mr. Fry. In the 247 years of this existence of this great nation, only one president has ever been indicted by the DOJ and has home raided by the FBI. Now, some have said that President Trump's indictment means that no one is above the law. Okay, all right, I would love to see that. But what about Hillary Clinton? And what about Joe Biden? And what about Hunter Biden, who is America's favorite son? And let me tell you something, I got a four-year-old daughter and a two-year-old daughter at my house. Hunter Biden to me is like glitter. He is on everything and you cannot get rid of him. And yet nothing is going to be done about this. We're sick of it. 
James Comey decided not to prosecute Hillary Clinton despite overwhelming evidence that she committed crimes. And as I recall, it was the position of the FBI to not prosecute because they didn't want to interfere with the presidential election. What do you call this? The Iowa caucuses are in six months. Six months. I think the American public would expect to see this from Cuba and from Venezuela and from Russia and from China, but not here. The people expect us to have blind justice. They expect equal justice under the law. It is not the job of the DOJ or the FBI to prosecute Joe Biden's top political opponent who was leading in every single primary poll, and the Iowa caucuses are in six months. Let the people decide. It's our job to uphold the Constitution. As a West Point grad and military veteran, this is the Constitution I give my life to protect, and I expect us all to uphold it likewise. Thank you so much for being here. I was just fired today for being black and trans, and this is totally a violation of my civil rights. So about three months ago, I finally got off of unemployment and I got a job in an ethical coffee shop. And I, you know, I knew that this shop was going to be more inclusive. They had rainbow flags. They had pronoun pins. I was really feeling it, you know, because I am gender fluid and like things are going great and everything, but I don't think my boss realized realizes who my boss is totally a cisgender cisgender woman like you know white of course and um i don't think my boss realizes how hard it is for someone who has the intersectionality of black and trans to show up to work every day on time like sometimes i have an anxiety attack before i go into work today was probably like i don't know two dozen times i've been late two dozen it's like not even that bad right and my wife comes in. Did you vote for Donald Trump? <laughs> 17 times you vote for him? <laughs> Do you know your wife is a Mexicana? Your daughters are Mexicanas. Your family is from Mexico. You vote for him? Then you're racist too. I'll never look at you the same way again, ever. I swear to God, four years later, my wife's like, Fuck, I can't believe it, but I'm voting for Trump. Holy shit, let me tell you. I don't know. I am not a person who menstruates. I'm a woman, I'm a mujer. plumbing problem here uh i live in an old house 37 built and uh that's some weird things happening I, I don't want to spend a lot of time on it but i had thrifty root or not thrifty Rooter. i had a plumbing doctor over here i got thrifty Rooter and plumbing doctor supporting the show and they're both great families great people plumbing doctor was over here today and finally figured out my my sewage runs under the starbucks parking lot we have a starbucks drive-through and then right next to them we have a fentanyl drive-through at the apartments next door, so under the not the fentanyl drive-through, but under the the uh, Starbucks drive-through, my sewer runs right out across their parking lot, and they they crush my sewer. And uh, putting in their nice, beautiful-looking operation over there, 
Anyway, uh, so I had the plumbing doctor over here, and we finally figured it out, fixed it, and got it all put back together. We had to dig down in the landscaping of Starbucks. Now i got to figure out who's going to pay for it. But they solved my problem and blew all the lines out and got me all cleaned up. It's a ha- I'm a happy camper. So don't you, don't you feel good when thing, broken things get fixed? Well, all, a lot of these people that we advertise for, are they're always making life better for you, right? Like Will Fanning over at All Power Services and Alan's Auto Body. And Nellie Garcia is fixing my friend from Tampa. She's fixing her legal situation, going to make her a happy girl. And uh, so Plumbing Doctor, they fixed me today. I'm so happy. And I just feel like there's, I don't know, you know, it's, I, I don't let things freak me out like that. And I don't have anybody living with me to tell me, hey, how come you don't, nagging, you know how people, <laughs> maybe you're in a relationship, you got to, hey, I'll, you know, fix that, fix that, fix that, call him, call him, call him, nag, 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 nag. No nagging over here. I just let that dude go because I know my friends will catch me up sometime. So anyway, if you have a, a need for plumber, plumbing doctor serves you with Sutter Counties. And they are on it, and they have all kinds of devices. They got they they shot a, a camera down there. They got this this super duper high powered blaster that they blast water through it to clean up the pipe all out. And plus, they could do all the typical stuff, snake it out and stuff. Plumbing doctor five three zero six seven one nine one 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 six seven one nine one one one, and uh, they will take care of your business. And uh, also wanted to mention that uh, Dave Greenis's crew came over when we had we had to tear up our patio to to figure out where my problem was and and they put my patio back they saved all the brick perfect and uh, then cleaned them all up and just put them right back and didn't I didn't have to buy any materials just buy a little concrete and just put it you never just like they didn't even leave a scar like when i've been operated on they always leave a little scar to remind me that they were in there Mm-mm-mm-mm. greenest construction they just got it on so if you need if you want to like read i've been thinking about doing some re refreshing of the inside of my home i don't know whether i'll need any like walls moved or anything but dave greenest construction green with etz on the end greenets construction uh, they do kitchens and baths extraordinarily. So I'm going to tell you two places to go look if you have any interest in that. They also do some other remodeling. So check out their work first. Just don't take my word for it. I may be lying up here today. So I'm going to give you two platforms. GreenitzConstruction.com. That's their website. And they're not blowing smoke over there. These boys have been doing this for over 40 years. And uh, the other place you can go is their Facebook site called Dave Greenitz Construction. Okay? And off those sites, if you have any questions or you want to send a, a comment or, uh, you know, ask them anything, just shoot them. You can do it right off those, those uh, sites. Or I'll give you a, land, uh, a, a cell phone that you can text or call Dave Greenitz. He's, he's the big kahuna over there. So they got multiple crews, so they got multiple jobs working all the time. Different crews do different jobs. And they got great subs. If you know, if you've ever been in the construction industry, your subs can really make or break you, whether it's the tile or the lighting or the paint or the flooring or the electrical. Da, 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 da. You want it, want it done perfecto. 530-682-9602. That's Dave Greenitz. And be ready to talk because that dude may answer the phone. You're not going to get somebody answer. Oh, he's away from his desk. No, you, you're either going to get him or you're not, or he's going to call you back in a couple minutes. 
530-682-9602. So give him a shout out and uh, he will take good care of you. Uh, you have my number in case you ever want to call and complain to me, but I don't think I'm going to get any. Probably should send me a finder's fee because I found him for you. Now, this headline says Secret Service baffled. Huh. Secret Service is baffled. They came out and investigated me all the way from Washington, D.C. They sent some boys over here because they said I sent a letter. They never showed me the letter. Under Obama, they said, you sent a letter to the White House. I said, no, I didn't send a letter to the White House. And they said, you didn't? You sure you didn't? I said, yeah. I, I said, I'd know it. I, I'm, I'm young. I can remember what I do and don't. I said, what did the letter say? They said, oh, it said you're going to kill the president. I said, oh, well, okay. So, so now what? So we had to have a big interview and all that kind of stuff. And I said, well, I said to them this. I said, how many of these threats do you get every, you know, how many of these threats do you get over there at the White House? They said, every day. I said, oh, you busy boys. So the Secret Service on Monday told reporters that there is no suck, still no suspect in the Biden White House. Do you think if they saw old uh, Hunter sucking, sucking that cocaine up his nose, do you think they'd do anything about it? Hell no. They're not going to do Jack Daly. Chris Ray is not going to do anything. Merrick Garland, the Bidens, the Clintons, the Careys, Pelosi's, Feinstein's are untouchables. They're just like communist leaders. This country is no different than a communist country. I'm telling you, if you are just a regular Joe, you're going to get your rear handed to you every day in these communist countries. But the people at the top, they fly jet planes. They tell you, you can't have one. They drive cars. Oh, no, they, you can't have one. They do this. You, they have a gas stove. You can't have one. Oh, they can have everything because they're special. It says the Secret Service is completely baffled. Oh, please. Let's all go do LSD together. But they are looking for the culprit who left a bag of cocaine in the East Wing. You know, did you hear how many places it was or wasn't when it first came out? Oh, it was over here. No, it was over there. Oh, no, they said it was over here. No, it was over at that spot right there. Total baloney. Have you ever seen anything? There's more honesty in a one-hour detective show on TV than this. these crock of, these people... Have you ever been lied to by a criminal? I'm telling you, they have a straight face, and they are they are cold. They said the Secret Service had no idea who hid the cocaine. Now it's over in the library. If I was going to snort some cocaine, I think I'd do it in the library. How many people are in that library? Probably hardly nobody goes in that library unless they're going to, like, chill for a bit. So wouldn't you know it, maybe there's not a security camera over at that spot where they had the cocaine. But don't you know, just like the, the killing of Sarah Easton, her, her uh, anniversary of her death is coming up next month. Her case, if you listen to the past chief, Rob Landon, he says, the case is still open. 
It's an open case. We can't talk about it. Years and years and years have gone by. How many years, Rob? You're down. You're probably living down in South America or something. I don't know where you are. So are you ever going to close the case? Or does it just stay open for the next hundred years? It's still open and active. The cocaine case is still open and active. There's no suspect. Something like that would come after an investigation is completed. Oh, Oh, isn't it amazing? These guys are so full of baloney. How many times have you seen somebody not be arrested because the investigation isn't completed? That's ridiculous. They put the finger on somebody. They have a good guess, did it? They bring him in for questioning and they arrest him. And the, ca- the case has got to be investigated still. The guy says there's no suspect. Something like that would come after an investigation is completed. Oh, you do this whole investigation, and then you decide to go out and look for people. Come on, guys. Do you believe this, people? You just, like, go ahead. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or I'm okay if if you're, uh, if you have honesty fatigue with our government. You know, this meme, I've been thinking about it for weeks because I've been... I, I've spoke about it for two weeks in a row, but I got a the one guy with a mask on is, and uh, he's he's talking about this or that about uh, I can't even remember what it is now. Let me see if I I don't know whether I can remember it. He's talking complaining about something about the, the environment and all this kind of stuff and how the Chinese are not pay, paying attention to their environment and they're not doing this and they're not doing that about the Chinese and. This guy's all masked up. You know, he's liberal. And the guy without the mask on says they don't need to do anything green because they're already communist. That statement is so profound. It goes right over the head of most Americans. This whole fiasco of green, Earth Day, green, all this environmentalism, is all about taking control of all the possessions of the country and turning it communist. That's what's going on over in Vietnam and China and Cambodia and Laos and all. I got people over there. I, in fact, I was just text from a guy in Vietnam. I'm sitting here watching it as I'm talking. So now, do you remember the bald eagle? How some of you, if you're old enough, they they put a a bounty on a person that would shoot a bald eagle. I would never think of shooting a bald eagle, but some people did, and maybe they wanted the feathers or something. But they put a bounty because they said it was an endangered species. Sometime years ago, 70s, 80s, and 90s, they kept adding to the endangered species list, and bald eagles were there, and so they, so they saw the population of bald eagles get really big, compared to it was really small. Okay? So then you have groups like the Sierra Club. You ever heard of the Sierra Club and the Audubon Society? You have warm feelings about them? I used to. I used to think, oh, Sierra Club, yeah, they care about the, they care about the environment and, and pollution and oil in our water. And the Audubon Society, my uncle used to have an Audubon Society book that would identify birds because he liked to identify birds that were flying in and out of his yard and stuff. Do you know that these are very highly political and highly funded groups now? It's not about environment. It's about 
getting money from foreign entities like Russia and Venezuela, giving them money to stand up against oil in the United States. You think, oh, I thought they were about birds. No, they're not about birds. They're about political agendas, and they're getting funded by foreign entities. And so when they, when they started putting up the bird blenders, I call them, windmills to produce electricity, which are, are, will never be successful, scientists have all got it figured out. It's a total boondoggle. But politicians are stupid. They're as hard-headed as that door jam. So the bird blenders chop up thousands of birds a year because I'm tell- I didn't know they were moving so fast. You know those when those windmills go around, it doesn't look like they're going that fast, right? Where does it say down there? Man, I could tells how it'll, it'll blow your mind if I can find it. Okay, okay, okay. Wind turbines are a known killer of numerous species of birds, including eagles. All at their tips, at the end of the bird blender, at the end of the propeller, at the end of it, the blades can spin up to 200 miles an hour. Well, you know, absolutely they're going to swat a bird. Research shows that between 140,000 and 328,000 birds are killed each year at monopole turbines in the United States with an increased risk of death the higher the turbines. I mean, in other words, some of them are not super high. Others are super high up in the air, right? Says that's a lot of dead birds. The Globe, this is an article by The Globe, California Globe. They learned that SB 147, this is a bill that's going through the, the, the uh, Senate right now. And you know what it's going to do? It's going to allow the turbine people to chop up all the birds with no penalties. I thought this was all about environment. What happened when we shut down? Remember we shut down the timber industry in the North California and Southern Oregon because of the spotted owl? Over one bird. They shut down the enti- shut down entire cities, small cities up there, towns, over one bird. Now we're going to chop up eagles, raptors, all kinds of deals. Globe Learn 147 will help proje- uh, project developers, primarily Department of Water Resources, Caltrans, and other transportation. Uh, oh, it probably means not help project, but help protect and other agencies, as well as a few private wind and solar developers with the regulatory hurdle of dealing with incidental, the incidental take of fully protected species. I'm telling we're not getting anything out of these bird blenders, and they're chopping up the birds. Check this out. This is so sad. This, this just pisses me off. California's Democrats are jamming the bill through to authorize the killing of bald eagles, golden eagles, and other protective rap, protected raptors occurring at wind and solar farms throughout the state. They're getting killed at solar farms because they're flying into these bright reflective units that they put in these massive solar farms. They just, it just, they hit it and it just, you ever see these bug, bug zappers? That's what these solar farms do to them. This is all under the guise of saving 
the climate. We're killing all the birds. Can you think of this? Do you, do you believe in God? Do you think that God would create an environment that we, would, we could screw up? And then somehow we justify killing all these beautiful birds? Don't ever give any money into these environmentalists again. Please, please, please. They are communist-oriented operations. It's going to op- authorize the fishing game, Fish and Wildlife, to issue a permit. I, I don't want to go into it. It takes, it, it's, it allows the taking of these birds. It doesn't mean, they won't use the word kill because you can't, it's too woke. Taking. That means pursue, shoot, shoot at, poison. Oh my goodness, we're going to put poison out there? Wound, kill, capture, trap, collect, destroy, molest, or disturb. And wouldn't you know it, they're going to let you kill without any consequences, but you got to buy a permit. you got to get a permit. Why? Why do you have to get a permit? Because it's all about control and compliance. With a permit, one can shoot, shoot at, poison, wound, kill, capture, trap, collect, destroy, molest, or disturb a golden eagle or a bald eagle. No wonderful. This is your government. Th- listen, people, they don't care about people. They don't care about dogs, cats. They don't care about birds. They don't care about deer. They don't care jack deal. If they're going to allow the forest to be 10 feet deep with thatch and let them burn at like a holocaust and burn up every animal. Do you ever think on these major forest fires that they don't even try to put out? How many millions of creatures of all mice, all the way mice up to bear are killed? And and what's how long it's going to take to bring that herd or that, that group of, of uh, creatures back? This is totally... I'm telling you people, pay attention to the clowns. It's it's all baloney. Oh, we're going to we're concerned about the environment. They are not concerned about any environment. Nothing. They only use that excuses when they don't want to do something like put up a dam to help us have water to drink and grow rice with. It's a, it's just a scam, people. These people are evil. These are evil people. The solar, you know, I'm not talking about the solar panels on your house. The solar photovoltaic projects, that's when they, the the solar, there's all these reflective panels that shine brightly on this one spot. And and, uh, when the bird comes by there, man, it just, it fries them. It's like a microwave, baby. We'll be right back. Do our fifth segment here in a second.
A few things. So I will say, uh, with respect to your first question, we believe the war has been a strategic failure for Ukraine. Wait, what? To your first question, we believe the war has been a strategic failure for Ukraine. <laughs> uh, the secretary spoke to this in a speech he gave in Helsinki uh, last month, I believe it was. Uh, what's that? I'm sorry. A excuse me. A strategic failure for, for Ukraine. Uh, thank you for the correction. Um, <laughs> here. All we're hearing is excuses. We've seen at Christmas thousands of flights that were canceled and delayed. We see the railroad derailments that are happening on a constant basis. And then, of course, what's happening most recently, look what happened in Philadelphia. The roads have collapsed. And that's because you have a, a transportation secretary that has little to no experience in what he's doing and understanding the nation's infrastructure when it comes to transportation. And so until we have effective leadership, who, you know, someone that understands the importance of strategic planning and collaborating with the states and the communities and understanding their needs, then we're going to continue to see these catastrophic events. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm so f***ed here. I am so f***ed. got hit with some pretty tough weather. It's affected a lot of flights. I reached my hotel room at about 2.30 in the morning last night after my flight got canceled and the next one got delayed. A lot of Americans are going through the same thing. The Sound of Freedom was completed five years ago, but Disney fought them in the courts to keep it from being released. Hollywood employs several convicted pedophiles, and mostly at Disney and Nickelodeon, who specialize in children's programming and have even rehired pedophiles after they've served light sentences for raping child actors. Hollywood has been abusing children since its inception including child actors of the 1930s, such as Shirley Temple, Mickey Rooney, and Judy Garland, who wrote that she was constantly molested behind the scenes by powerful men, including MGM co-founder Louis B. Mayer. And nothing has stopped Hollywood from continuing this horrific abuse. It has been known for decades that governments have systemically abused children. Beginning in the 1960s, the German government began placing thousands of foster children into the homes of single pedophiles and continued doing it up until the 1990s. Thousands of Catholic priests have been accused of raping children, and no justice has ever come of it. Jeffrey Epstein was targeting individuals and recording them raping children as a form of blackmail so that powerful entities could control them. Epstein has disappeared, and so has his little black book. Many have claimed that Hugh Hefner was doing the same thing for the CIA that Epstein was doing. In 1976, Hefner's Playboy magazine published erotic nude pictures of a 10-year-old girl, and nobody seemed to care. The effects on these children can often be fatal, whether it's from blunt trauma or suicide, and those who survive most often struggle with it for their entire life. To me, sexual abuse, it kills a child. I think it kills the spirit of a child. I think it kills normalcy in a child. So I just have spent a great deal of my life, uh, you know, walking around really as a, as a dead person in a sense, because I almost feel like I was murdered. Child abuse has been used as a form of trauma-based mind control because it often forces the child to disassociate, which has been known to create multiple personalities. 
MKUltra whistleblower Kathy O'Brien came from a family of multi-generational child abuse that sold her to the U.S. government. I developed a compartment in my brain, a little area behind amnesic barriers that was actually the neuron pathway shutting down in my brain in order to compartmentalize the memory of abuse so that the rest of my mind could function normally as though nothing had happened. My father's sexual abuse expanded into child pornography and he was sending this child pornography of me through the U.S. mails. And it was, he was caught. The pornography was confiscated by a criminal faction of our government. The local politician approached my father and told him that he would receive immunity from prosecution if he would sell me into the CIA's MKUltra Project Monarch. Some families practice incest and pedophilia to gain power and to maintain it. Inbred Jacob Rothschild explains it here while reading a quote from his inbred relative, James Rothschild. In our family, we've always tried to keep love in the family. <laughs> in this sense, it was more or less understood since childhood that children would never think of marrying outside the family so that our fortune would never leave it. <laughs> you couldn't write that today. <laughs> our entire system is profiting from child slavery, about $10 billion a year in the US alone. And our entire government seems to be involved. Congress has paid millions of our tax dollars to cover up their sex abuse crimes. Thousands of children are being trafficked across our southern border. And now it's become trendy to castrate children and turn them into a so-called transgender. And if we the people don't do something about this, then the blossoming surveillance state will have a solution. Don't be surprised if our children are soon monitored 24-7 under the guise of keeping them safe because we have failed to do so. While we cannot expect to rid the earth of all evil, something obviously needs to be done. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. is uh, full of zombies, Marysville, the town of Marysville is full of zombies. They're spending, they spend no money on getting things cleaned up, and uh, they're spending half a million dollars probably on Ellis Lake, stupid stuff, instead of bringing fresh water from the Yuba River, and there's still, you know, if you pump groundwater into a lake, it's full of minerals, and so algae feeds off the minerals. I learned this talking to a smart guy a while back. But snow water coming down the river does, isn't loaded with minerals like that. It's better water for you. And so, uh, anyway, the city council voted to keep pumping groundwater and hire this engineering firm with jillions of dollars, right? And the lake looks just as bad. They got, they got all these, these things pumping. pumping uh, you, know how, you know how in an aquarium they pump the bubbles? 
from the bottom, oxygen bubbles. They got all these things pumping from the bottom of this funky lake. Bubble, 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 bubble. That's supposed to get it clean. No lake in the world has, has that kind of mechanism. All these compressors running, bubble, 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 bubble. They turned it into aquarium, right? And that thing has got scum all over the top of it. It's like unbelievably bad. Scum Lake. Zombie. I'm going to call it Zombie Lake. Just dump hundreds of thousands of dollars and give it this stupid engineering firm. That it, my friend Charlie Matthews was going to—he was going to uh, tip—he's going to spend ten thousand dollars and hook that pump up and pump fresh water in there and clean out the whole lake. He said, "Give me a month to try it. What's it going to hurt?" Oh no, we're not going to try. You're stupid, Charlie. We're smart, smart, smart. Now you go out there, you can skim. You could skim railroad cars full of funk off the top of that lake right now. It's just like so ridiculous. How embarrassing. I would hate to be on the, I would resign from the city council if I could get that lake under control. Holy mackerel. So disgusting and so political. So, so much stupid gamemanship. These people ought to go shoot themselves. They're so miserable people. They just like... Got all the wrong motives. Oh, I'm important. I'm, I want somebody to see. I want to see my name in the paper. I want to do this. I want to do that. I, 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 want, I want power. I want control. So how, how ridiculous. Totally ridiculous. Stupid people. Uninteresting people. If you have some, if you have some issues with security, whether it's home security or personal security, Business security, ranch security, industrial security, call Elite Universal Security, and they will help you figure out how to stop the, the hurt and stop the drain of your assets and money. It's funky out there, man. I'm telling you. Call them at 530-749-0280. They're located in Yuba County, but they do work all over Northern California, all the way up to the Oregon border. I was so surprised when they told me that. Up there in Wairika, they're doing doing some security work up there. So maybe you're listening and you think, man, I wonder if I could be a guard or something like that. And I think you probably could if you're a good person. And you'll show to work on, on time. You know, if I was uh, needing a few extra bucks, I might I might think about doing that because I think I could get trained to get my guard card. And, and uh, you know, if, if you could be a greeter at Walmart, you could be a greeter at one of these government entities where you have people pass their valuables through the x-ray machine and pat them down, wand them, and send them on their way. Easy peasy, right? In the air conditioning. Work 10 or 20 hours a week. If you don't want to work full-time, give them a call, 530-749-0280. If you, have, uh, if you just got yourself a gun or you're thinking about getting one, they can help you learn how to shoot it and, and what the rules are and how to be safe with it and all that kind of stuff. And if you want to get it licensed, be it get a permit, they can help you do all that. And uh, they have their own range. They can take you out there and just shoot to your heart's desire. Boom, boom, boom. Get good at it. So give them a shout out. And um, if, if, you're, if you're in another county and you're listening to the show up here in Northern California, give them a call. And uh, you can even go to their website at EliteUniversalSecurity.com. And you can find out what, what they got going on. And uh, you might be able to get yourself a job, okay? And, uh, in fact, a lot of these guys are hiring, plumbing doctors hiring. And uh, 
and the guy I'm going to talk about right now, Thrifty Rooter, I, Bill Artemenko, I've saw, I've seen his ads. Go to his website, thriftyrooter.net, and they were they were looking for a guy to a driver, a driver of a truck, to haul sewage, you know, when they pump septic tanks, and um, that you just pump them and drive and unload them. But they would trade. You know, it's interesting. Somebody was talking to me the other day about a good trade, and I said, "Man, be a be an electrician. Be a forget college. Forget about it. You could study and you could study any topic you want if you just want to improve your understanding of the world. But if you want to make some money, go go get trained as a electrician or a plumber or a truck driver or 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 a carpenter or a floor man. I I've got friends that are floor." Lay floors, they or roofers. They're just wonderful trades that that you'll they'll always be needing your services. They'll wear you out. So um, anyway, Thrifty Rooter can use some help over there. And and uh, I was talking to Bill the other day. I said, Bill, I'm always confused about how many counties you guys serve. It blows my. I think maybe I'm over exaggerating, or I'm exaggerating. He said, No, Lou, you're not exaggerating. We're we're up in Butte County. We're in Yuba, Sutter. Uh, we're in uh, Calusa County. We're over in uh, Lincoln, which is a big city in Placer County. We don't do the whole county. But they got it going on. So you can go on their website at thriftyrooter.net, and they do a lot of different things. You might think, oh, I didn't know. I think, oh, I think, yeah, clean out lines. Yeah, doing that. Or I got a leak in my line. I need this, that. No, no, no. They do a lot of other things. Like they, you know, we use them out in the country where we have septic systems. And that's a big deal, man. Septic systems are cool as long as they're working. But when they when they get a little snafu, we need somebody that knows what they're doing. And and these guys at, at Thrifty Rooter got it, got it going on. They got it going on in a big way. And when you need them, uh, they're, they're there. They'll get there really fast. So they have some dispatchers, uh, just like at uh, these other places. A lot of them have used dispatch systems. Uh, plumbing doctor does as well. Uh, Elite Universal Security has a pl- has a dispatch system, and uh, and there are people that know what's going on. They just aren't they aren't just pawning it off to some kind of a call center in in the Bangalore, India. So Thrifty Rooters five three zero six seven three eight two zero one six seven three eight two zero one, and just like Dave Greenitz and some of these others, they've been in business for over forty years. That's amazing. I, I just think, you know, my dad was an independent businessman, uh, had his own business. He was a butcher. And uh, I know what it takes to run your own business. I saw it up close and personal. It, it's, uh, it, it, it's not something I dislike. It's something I have great admiration for because I know what, what it takes to make it happen. You're always on duty, baby. And uh, so, okay, uh, let me go back down here, and, and we got some – time left to go here got over 11 minutes so you remember the days when they back in the 70s and 80s when they said oh you know all these species are dying you know and uh so on the uh the state's fully protected bird species currently lists these species peregrine falcon brown pelican california black rail the California clapper rail, California condor, California least turn, gold eagle, greater sandhill crane, light-footed clapper rail, 
southern bald eagle, trumpeter swan. Those are big and beautiful. White-tailed kite. But now they're going to let these people just mow them down. I, I, I can't even believe what I'm reading. I, I, tell, I tell you people, I, I'm being honest, 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 honest. When I get up in the morning and looked at the news, my jaw, it would hit the desk if it could fall that far. The hinge won't let it go all the way. I'm just shocked. I, I must be Google-eyed. Uh, if you were looking at me from the computer screen, you look at me, you'd think that guy lost his mind. I, I do lose my I am losing my mind. I wrote an article recently for the Territorial Dispatch. If, if you haven't seen it, you could, you could go to TerritorialDispatch.com and look at uh, this last week's article or issue. I think it should be easy to find over at uh, NoHostagesRadio.com. They post my articles over there. It's, it talks about Yuba County borrowing $9 million to pay their CalPERS bill. I'm not going to talk about that right now, but this is what the problem is over at Cal, this Cal, CalPERS is the retirement fund for government employees. CalSTRS is a retirement fund for teachers. So all of them, both of them are a Ponzi scheme, and they're grossly mismanaged. So here's what happens. Bill, politicians are, would you invest your money that you're going to retire on, that you wanted to earn your, you know, you're looking for a good investment, uh, stocks or bonds or mutual funds. So you're looking for a good, somebody that's, that's really good at making money for you, like, a, like I have one, a money market manager, right? And so would you give your money to the government and let politicians determine how they're going to invest the money? Oh, my goodness. What a crazy thought. Right. So now there's a bill to force CalPERS, CalSTRS divestment. That means get rid of from fossil fuel investments. In other words, we these politicians want these pension corporations for all the Californian government workers to not invest in oil and gas that's what this is and uh so anyway so we got one people want to get out of it right now and we got uh so the a bill to says a bill to phase up fossil fuel investment da 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 was delayed until next year giving time to both build needed support in the senate the here's the deal Politicians say we don't want to invest in all these non-woke commodities or businesses, right? And so, but those those businesses make money, make great returns for the investors, which are your firefighters, your cops, your teachers, your bureaucrats, your accountants for the, you know, Caltrans workers, all that, right? That's their money. And these politicians have pissing contests over how they're going to invest. It. What politician would you ever? I would never allow a politician to help me manage my money. These people are a disaster. This Lena Gonzalez out of Long Beach is one cranker out of bills. She comes up with the stupid stuff. This gal's a lunatic. Lena Gonzalez. Don't forget her. She's a senator. At a Long Beach, this bill's 252. 
and they're fighting over, and this is exactly why they can't make any money with those investments and why the counties continually have to take money out of the road fund to pay these or borrow money. Yuba County could not pay their payment, and they had to come up with $9 million the other day, and they borrowed it from the water agency. It's crazy. And they, they could, the, remember the clown thing? These, these supervisors will tell you they have a balanced budget and they're not bankrupt, but they have to go out and borrow $9 million. If you went out and had to borrow $9 million to make a payment, everybody in town would think you're in deep trouble. You think the bank would loan you money? Heck no. These guys have run this county into the ground. So this is the reason that that CalPERS and CalSTRS will never be successful. They they end up making an average of two or three percent. My little gal that I've had for a number of years, and she took over for a Vietnam vet before for her. They have made me all kinds of money over the years while I focused on the things that I was interested in. I couldn't focus, keep my focus on the investment, so I turned it over to them. They have made. They have never made such little money as these guys. These guys get paid four five hundred thousand dollars a year to run CalPERS, CalSTRS, the investment guys. And sometimes a million dollars a year. And they can't even do it. They 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 are they're you know you know how uh, if you had an investment company, you would want people on the board that were sharp on investments, right? They appoint people to the CalPERS and CalSTRS board. You know who they are? They're political appointments. It's a favor deal. It's a, They're chumming the waters. These people get paid big money to go down there and have board meetings. They're, they're as stupid as a stump on investments. It's just totally a, a scam. The whole, the whole deal is totally a scam. I love this. I got This made my day. This made my day. Last week I was talking. You know Ben and Jerry's ice cream. They're a couple of hippie boys. They started this ice cream company back in the hippie days in the 60s, and now it's it's a billion-dollar industry, I think. They're all over the world. So they got all cocky at 4th of July, and they said, you know, if this, if this nation hadn't stole— they said, you know, what kind of nation we got? Stole all the, all the land from the uh, Indians. Uh, they said, what is the meaning of Independence Day for those whose land— the country stole those who were murdered and forced with brutal violence into reservations. Those who were pushed from their holy places and denied their freedom. The faces on Mount Rushmore are the faces of men who worked, who actively worked to destroy indigenous cultures and ways of life to deny indigenous people their rights. Ben and Jerry went on to write Tuesday on their website, referring to the faces of George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, Theodore Roosevelt and Abraham Lincoln carved into the mountain. The 4th of July, it's time to return that sacred place to the Lakota people. That's the talk about what Mount Rushmore, sacred place, right? Let's make it a day that embraces freedom and justice for all. So they made this big deal like, hey, if we were righteous, we would give we would give back. Uh, we would give back money. We'd give back the property. And so uh, I'm trying to find here. Chief, there's a chief of the Nolhagen band of the Kosuk Abenaki Nation up in Vermont. 
He's chief, just like we have chiefs today. You know, they still have chiefs. And his name is Don Stevens. He's chief of the Nilhagen Band of the Kasuk Abenaki Nation. So, when he heard they wanted to give the property back where their headquarters are in Vermont, he called them on it. I love Don. I, I should call Don up and say, Don, love you, bro. He said, we're always interested in reclaiming the stewardship of our lands, but the ice cream company has not contacted us back. So these hot air hypocrites, Ben and Jerry, talking trash on 4th of July. But when he called them on it, said, we'd like to have our property back. And they ain't calling them back, man. They are. The last day I saw Ben and Jerry, they were just healing elbows. And those fat rear ends from all that ice cream they're eating. Running down the street. Yeah, he said, we found, he said, the United States was founded, Ben and Jerry says, quote, was founded on stolen indigenous land, and he urged the public to commit to returning it. Well, why would you encourage other people to return the land when you know you're on it? You're on these people's land. Unbelievable. I love this. Come on, man. Don Stevens. Thank you, Jesus. I may try to reach out to this dude and just say, Don, I just want to give you a high five over the phone, baby. Come on. Ben and Jerry's. And by the way, Ben and Jerry's stock is tanking. Don't buy. You know, I've been telling you. It's not time to vote yet, but you can vote every single day. You can vote many times a day by just choosing to support by paying, spending your money, buying the products, doing business at businesses that are righteous, they're local businesses, that you don't buy products like Ben and Jerry's, woke companies, you don't go to Target, you skip the big box stores as much as possible, and uh, you do not support these people that are hammering on the police, hammering on our military, you do not do that, you do not support them. That's voting every day. You say, oh, some of my neighbors, oh, you know, oh, yeah, voting doesn't make any difference. I'll tell you, <laughs> some of these, I think Ben and Jerry's, I don't know if it's Ben and Jerry's or Target or one of them, their stock tanked $2 billion. So now we got Budweiser going, we got uh, Target going, gotten hammered. They're all liars. They're all, oh, yeah, we... We weren't going to do that. Oh, yeah, we don't know how that happened. Just somebody did this. We didn't know that was really going to happen at that store. And uh, we didn't make a big uh, discussion about it, right? We didn't. That wasn't a corporate policy. Yeah, we're going to have to talk to those guys. We'll be right back. I got one more segment to go. Okay. policies were perfectly safe. 
See, Loudoun County, Virginia, a trans student was allowed into the women's bathroom where he assaulted a girl. They moved him to another school where he did it again. See Irvine, California last month where a trans student entered the women's locker room and flashed the girls there. When they confronted him, he mercilessly beat them. This happened again in Gwinnett County, Georgia. This happened again in Oklahoma City. This happened again in Ohio where a trans man was allowed to use the locker room where he was arrested for flashing little girls. The judge dropped the charges after he ruled that this man was too fat for them to see anything. In this city, a man using they, them pronouns hunted down and killed a female jogger because he, quote, wanted to look just like her. You will no longer be able to look into the eyes of your constituents and honestly say that you are unaware of the assaults that inevitably take place when we declare to women, you have no right to privacy. People all across the world are hunger are thirsty for freedom. With this pandemic, this was the best opportunity for some elites that are not elected by anybody, who are not accountable to anybody, to pretty much hijack day by day, month by month, year by year, more and more of our rights, more and more of our assets, because we see that happening right now in many countries. You saw what happened in Canada, for example, when the truckers protested against Trudeau he ordered that their bank accounts be blocked, and that happened. At that point, we did not even have, the, or they did not even have in, in Canada, the digital currency. Imagine what will happen when on your phone you will have the digital wallet, the digital currency, the digital vaccination certificate. We saw what happened. And now just imagining your worst case scenario, what will happen if we allow the WHO to have so much power over our states, over our governments, our elected officials, and even our, over our judiciary. Because over the years, over the centuries, I would say, when the modern state was developed, we had the so-called separation of power in the state. You had what well, we have, the executive power, legislative power, and ju the, the judicial power. And the reason why the power was split among three different powers in the, in the state was that the individual rights of every person be protected, be safeguarded. So in case the executive power or the legislative power is abusing your rights, you can go in front of the judicial power or the constitutional court to challenge a law or to challenge a, an administrative decision. Now imagine what would happen if all of this decisional power would be passed over to WHO. Can they stay in court? Can the head of WHO justify his decision, for example, to proclaim a pandemic across the world in front of a judge? Because they can't right now. So the biggest threat that we are facing right now is a threat to our national sovereignty, to the supremacy of our constitutions, and implicitly, unfortunately, to our fundamental rights. Because if all of these powers that were granted through our constitutions to our national institutions or authorities will be handed over to a global institution that is not accountable to anybody, who's led by people who are not elected by us as citizens, the then we are done with our rights. Final segment for today, and uh, 
You ever you ever been involved in the scouting? I was when I was a youngster. I I did a little Cub Scouts. I didn't go on to Boy Scouts. Uh, some of you were Girl Scouts. Some of you uh, maybe went to the YMCA. <clears throat> these these uh, uh, started all in the early 1900s or early eight 1800s uh, or late 1800s, and um, they had a huge positive impact on American culture. Actually, not just American culture, but world culture. But uh, they both, the Boy Scouts and YMCA, started in England. And um, But sadly, the Boy Scouts are pressured to, uh, they couldn't be Boy Scouts. Even though there's Girl Scouts, you can't have just Boy Scouts. They got to be, they got to let the girls be with them. Or they got to let homosexuals be with them or transsexuals be with them. So they finally beat the door down, and they gave way. And uh, so now what's happened, we used to have a, uh, a, we were recruited at Glad Tidings, at Church of Glad Tidings, when I used to work out there, to have a Boy Scout troop there. The local the local Boy Scout district said, hey, why don't you have a Boy Scout troop? And it was really awesome. We set up our own troop and uh, worked with them. And we had a number of the kids became Eagle Scouts. And it was a very positive experience. So then some of the ladies started a Girl Scouts group. And that went good. So now we're not doing any of it because of all the craziness and scouting. So uh, it's good to know the history of these things because you can you can see how far we've fallen as a society. In 1900, Baden-Powell became a national hero in Britain for, for his 217-day defense of Mafeking uh, in the South African War. Soon after, aides to scouting, a military field manual he had written for British soldiers in 1899, caught on with a younger audience. Boy, boys loved the lessons on tracking and observation and organized elaborate games using the book. Hearing this, Baden-Powell decided to write a non-military field manual for adolescents that would also emphasize the importance of morality. <laughs> there, That went out the window, baby. And good deeds. First, however, he decided to try out some of his ideas on an actual group of boys. On July 25, 1907, he took a d- diverse group of 21 adolescents to Brown Sea Island in Dorsetshire, where they set up camp for a fortnight. With the aid of other instructors, he taught the boys about camping, observation, deduction, woodcraft, boating, life-saving, patriotism, and chivalry. Many of these lessons were learned through inventive games that were very popular with the boys. The first Boy Scouts meeting was a great success. And then it went on to be a storm the world, man. The guy was an amazing guy. So then... The YMCA, sometimes regionally called the Y, and it stands for Young Men's Christian Association, not young men and women, right? It's young men's. These were both started by Christian people. They called the Y is a worldwide youth organization based in Geneva, Switzerland, with more than 64 million beneficiaries in 120 countries. It was founded on June 6, 1844 by George Williams in London. You thought, I, you thought I was throwing you. I said both of them happened in England, right? Didn't they, didn't they, it's now, based, now it's based in Switzerland. But George Williams and, and, uh, and the Boy Scout guy, both were in England. And so George Williams originally started it as a Young Men's Christian Association, and its aim was to put Christian values into practice by developing a healthy body, mind, 
and spirit. And interesting, I was at a, a guy's now dead in Beijing. He was under house arrest. He'd been arrested and did hard labor. He was a pastor in Beijing. His name's, you can look him up on the internet, Alan, A-L-L-A-N, Yuan, Y-U-A-N. There's books written about him. He's written, he's, he's listed many books as heroes of the faith in China. And and when when Mao Zedong took over, they put him him and many other young pastors uh, in prison, and he, his wife survived him being in prison for 25 years and raised all six of their kids on her own. When he got out, they held him under house arrest. So I delivered Bibles to him in Beijing and uh, with a team. And at that time, he just said, hey, kill me, arrest me. You, you've used all my life. So uh, So he would be out front with whatever he did. The reason I brought Alan Yuan up is that the Young Man's Christian Association in Beijing, China, led him to Jesus, and uh, he had a huge impact, one of the heroes of the faith in China. It's one thing to be a hero of the faith in some country, but when you're in a country of a billion people, baby, that takes it to another level. So anyway, uh, let me tell you what happened to the Boy Scouts. We knew that they were being taken over by homosexuals, which is bad. You know, if you've got guys that like to have sex with kids, like you've put Harvey Milk in charge of a Boy Scout troop, he'd love having sex with young young boys. So anyway, in 2017, they the Boy Scouts each year get together for a national jamboree where they uh, they usually the president of the United States comes and they have tens of thousands of kids there and and uh, they're they're uh, overseers. So in 2017, they asked President Trump to come. And uh, it's, it's always been an amazing experience, they say, for youth. youth. And uh, it's a two-week gig. And so um, anyway, Trump spoke to them. And when, if, if you can find the link, uh, you can hear them cheering and uh, these big bursts of because he, he did a typical Trump message, right? So uh, in, in 1964, when it was at Valley Forge, Pennsylvania, the, the, the jamboree, President Linda B. Johnson gave the speech. And you, you know how many people were at that deal? 50, almost 51,000 people, young people. But, uh, you know, attendance like anything goes up and down over the years. And in, so when Trump came to do the talk, 40,000 scouts were there, okay, at the Summit Bechtel Reserve. Do you know that Barack Obama refused to attend the scout meeting and refused to address them? I want you to think about what a pervert that guy was. This guy was an insane pervert. This year, you know how many people they're expecting? 15,000. You think that Boy Scouts are on their way out? You better, better believe it, baby. They've been talked to about transgenderism, all that kind of stuff. They said Trump's full speech can be seen. You can still get it probably online somewhere. Anyway, you can hear tens of thousands of young men who are clearly love Trump. To put the massive event in perspective, this was when the future of is female movement was cranking up. The future is female. God help us. Uh, 
they one year they had it at, for a lot of years they had it at Fort AP Hill but they kicked the scouts out after 2010 uh because they weren't openly gay they've had a ban on openly gay scoutmasters and uh So so they changed around, right? Obama wouldn't wouldn't work with them cuz they weren't woke. Remember? This all connected to changing the military to being woke. Remember Obama kicked out 200 of the leaders in the military, top leaders. Think about it, people. The guy was devious, man. This guy we got two men in the White House, right? Michael and Barry. He de- he declined to travel to the Jamboree to address the boys in person. Twice. So, down so one institution after another, education, the church, Scouts, YMCA, we, you know, we used to have YMCA here. We used to have, I don't know what, how, how much, uh, we still have some kids I know involved in scouting. Some of my friends' kids are still involved in scouting. Man, you got to watch it like a hawk now. So, uh, but one institution after another is corrupt. This author is writing about this. You know, they accuse the scouts of being Nazis. And they said you've got to be able to celebrate the LGBTQXYZ MOP cause. After this is after they lifted the ban. Remember, it's not just about lifting a ban so somebody else can attend. It's about you have to endorse this as from God. Do you know? Do you know where? all these crazy things like this where the youth were rallied like they're rallying them now whether they're gay or, or straight or whatever it was in the Hitler youth rallies it wasn't in the Boy Scouts they weren't Nazis it was a Hitler youth rally they called innocent children Nazis for enjoying a speech by the President of the United States because it was Trump they called the kids Nazis So this year's fully first fully intersexual jamboree theme is forward. Sounds like a German deal to me, Nazi thing to me. Anyway, I thought you might like to hear that. Uh, there's a lot to be said, and there's I'm telling you, you know, many times on people's resumes, successful corporate businessmen they list the fact that they were an eagle scout or are an eagle scout once one always one because they were so proud of their accomplishments in the scouting uh, world and now it's just totally ruined ruined schools ruined scouting we're just going to ruin everything we're just going to pollute everywhere we go we're going to just fart in everybody's faces and ruin everything I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's unbelievable. So, okay. 
Oh, this is. I always got too much to do here at the end. I went one time to Disney when I was a kid. My parents drove down there, and uh, I, I don't remember much of it. I think I probably had a good time. But um, I never went back. A lot of people like to go as adults, you know. But, you know, one of the things people complain about is the long wait times. But now the wait times are really shortened because lots of people. Remember what I talked to you about? Vote with your dollars, people. Oh, well, I love Disney. Oh, do you love it more than America? Would you like to live in Vietnam? Would you like to live in Laos or China? You know, you know, it's interesting to, to me. I just get off on a little tangent here. We give people in this country all kinds of due process if they get caught here illegally, right? We just don't throw them out. We don't. In China, just recently, in the last 10 years, I got a, I got a passport with a visa in it for China right now, but they ran all the, all the non-Chinese, they're like missions-type people or they weren't necessarily even calling themselves missionaries. They were doing businesses in China. They threw them all out. No due process. They just said, get out. Get your crap and get out. Oh, well, you know, I, 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 I really, Target has so many things that I just so, it's just, you know, it's a good price. I don't, other places are more expensive. Oh, it's just so convenient. I'm telling you what, you know, you know what Franklin and all these other forefathers said? You're you're gonna lose. You're not gonna get either. You're not gonna get convenient. You're not gonna get freedom. You're not gonna get safety. They said you better sacrifice your safety for freedom. Freedom is the stickler we need to fight for. But if everything you if everything has to be convenient for you, you're gonna lose everything. Disneyland, you could have shot a shotgun down the streets of Disneyland. Not so busy. Thank you, Jesus. Weights, not such big weights. Reduced in all the Disney uh, theme parks. Easier to get on the rides. Why do you think this all is? Because the movies are perverted movies. You know, they, they were back in the days, but we, we couldn't see it. Now it's just up front and in your face, baby. In fact, they got pedophiles that have actually done time for molesting kids. They got them back working for them. All kinds of pedophiles. People are fed up with it. People are saying, ah, you know, it took Ron DeSantis. They gave him some kind of a spiff to locate and bring people to Florida. A spiff like on their taxes. He said, screw you guys. If you're going to endorse pedophilia, we're not going to give you any benefits down here. Move, why don't you? Just move. I didn't know this. A star I never heard of this. Maybe you do. Star Wars-themed hotel at Walt Disney World is set to close in the coming months because no one's going there. Two guests can expect to pay $4,800 for a two-night package. At the hotel, I wonder what I wonder if that includes maybe tickets to Disneyland, right? Plus food. I don't know. 
That's not even any kids, just two adults. $4,800 for a two-night package, $2,400 a night, $1,200 a piece. Really? They, they, they've, they price themselves out of the market, baby. Trouble. Just about empty. Just about empty. He, Bob Iger, CEO, recently admitted customer affordability issues at the investor conference. He said, we got the price way up there. <clears throat> they didn't say what the regular prices were. I, I haven't been there so many years, I wouldn't have any idea. So Randy Thomason, who who usually has a lot of very sad things to tell us to keep us up with what's going on, is excited because 4,500 people were baptized in Orange County at Pirate's Cove, reminiscent of the uh, Jesus days. And uh, they're identifying as moral social conservatives. The other thing that was good, the $32 billion state budget deficit, we don't have enough money, has killed 300 bad bills because they can't fund them. Thank you, Jesus. Just keep breaking. I hope the whole state goes broke at the state end. Here's some other good news. We just got a couple of minutes left. July 10th, Louisiana federal judge admirably defends First Amendment against Biden and company big tech censorship. Remember that? He defended the fact that you can't censor people's talk on these platforms. July 8th, federal appeals court lifts injunction. Tennessee had put a ban on sex change procedures and surgeries for minors. Said you can't do that. Then the government, then the government went and sued him. And he got an injunction stopping that law. Then the federal judge threw that out. So now they can have the uh, stop the sex change gigs. Pfizer, July 11th, Pfizer's COVID vaccine likely caused a 27-year, 27-fold higher risk of miscarriage. The truth's coming out, people, about COVID. Let me say that again. COVID's vaccine likely caused a 27-fold, that means 2,700% higher risk of miscarriage. July 8th, Tony Fauci admitted sticking breathing tubes or ventilators down COVID patient's throat might have actually caused more harm than good. Why don't you tell them the truth, Tony? It killed people, killed them all. He's the Hitler. He's the he's a the Nazi persecutor. July 5th, 74% of deaths post-vax likely caused by COVID vaccines. Telling you the truth coming out. July 3rd, CDC hid COVID vaccine as a cause of death in Minnesota. People are so unscrupulous. They're evil. June 29th, heart attacks for potentially 13.5 million Americans who took the COVID vaccine, myocarditis. 
We're out of time, so we're going to call it a day or a night or wherever you want to call it whenever you listen to it. And uh, hope you're doing good and hope you enjoy the show. And uh, take care. God bless you. Bye. I see trees of green, red roses too. I see them bloom for me and you. And I think to myself, what a wonderful world. I see skies of blue and clouds of white, the bright blessed day and the dark sacred night.